Cherry Pop Horror. Good evening, and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. Your host is Jacob, and in this show they tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror animated. Basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, they'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry. They'll be running through the plot, talking about the tricks and the treats, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, you can send them an email, cherrypopora at gmail.com, and or following them on Twitter, at cherrypophorror. Okay, here we go. Happy Halloween! <laughs> I've watched a lot of crime documentaries. It's all a whodunit mixed with a collection of forensic evidence, DNA tests, fingerprints, and security footage. But today we're traveling a little further back in time and playing a spooky Halloween version of a murder mystery. Hello, Kat, and welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror and to our spooky Halloween special. <gasps> or one of them anyway. <laughs> so, Kat, what's, uh, what's your favorite sort of murder mystery story? Ooh, um, so have you, have you watched anime? I watch a little bit here and there, yeah. Um, do you know Death Note? <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> yes I know Death Note. I'm sure everyone who has watched anime, even just for once, knows Death Note and it's one of those mystery murder that hasn't mystery, even yeah. popped into my head, but you are 100% correct. Yep. Like, yep. it's a whole lot of murder and they're trying to figure out who's done it the entire time. Yep. Yep, and oh, it's, it's so, it's just very, you do not know who it is and what it is, and it's not human. It's such a cool concept as well. Oh, yep. oh I love Death Note. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and then they made that awful live-action movie. Oh, no, I did not watch it because I think I watched the first maybe five minutes of it, mm. and it's completely different, and it oh, just really? kind of ruined it for me. Because I was like, I was like, I've watched the anime. I don't think I'm going to enjoy the movie. But my parents watched the movie oh, because really? they don't, they don't like anime. They right. get distracted by like the animation style and they're yeah, like, yeah. they can't concentrate on it. But they were like, oh yeah, we really like Death Note because they watched the live action movie. And I was just like, I wonder how similar it is then. <laughs> Interesting. Because I really, really want to watch them, especially when they make it into, you know, a real human thing. Yeah. Well, I think they got Willem Dafoe to be the voice of uh, Ryuk. Oh, really? Which is a really good choice, I think. Okay. You know, I did not know that. Yeah. No, no. I think he's a really good choice. I'm, a, I'm in denial at the moment, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm not everything, watching that. Everything that you make real out of anime, I'm like, You're like I no. want to be there, but I don't want to oh, be there. Oh, that's right. There's that new One Piece movie coming out soon, too, uh, which is live action. Cool, great. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. I've never been into One Piece, so. Oh, I like One Piece, but it's just too long. Yeah. Like his hand. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna try and start starting to watch it, and I was just like, "How many episodes? No, I'm good, thanks." <laughs> oh, the other the other one that I really like is um, Detective Conan. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, it's basically like a, a a teenage. Oh, I think he's a detective. He's a teenage teenager, or maybe mm. he's really good, and then he got drugged and became a boy, 
and yeah he's been like trying to figure out how to get back to his old teenage life blah 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 but i think it's gone like 2000 episodes now oh, Jesus. and it's still going it's still go- yeah it's no. still going this is why i've like i'm trying to get into anime a little bit more but i'm staying away from the tv series and yeah, i'm yeah. just going for the anime movies because ah, i'm like yeah. i just need those short bursts yeah, rather yeah. than 400 episodes or something <laughs> like i just I, it's too much of a commitment i can't <laughs> My favorite murder mystery? Yes. Have you ever seen Clue? Yes. The, oh, the, the TV show? No, no, the, the live action movie. No. From like, I think it's the 80s? No. It's a live action version of Cluedo. And it is the funniest murder mystery I've ever seen in my life. Really? It is hilarious. Is that where Cluedo came from? No, no. The movie's based on the game. Ah, uh, the movie... What? The movie is based on the yes. game? Yes. There's a whole lot of people who've been brought together for a dinner and they've all been given, like, code names to protect their identity, like yeah, yeah. Mrs. Peacock, Mrs. White, ah. uh, Colonel Mustard, and everything ah. like that. <laughs> I don't like but, that. like, yeah, a murder happens and then they're all trying to figure out which one of them's done it. Oh. And the entire movie plays out like that. And it's got Tim Curry, who plays the butler... And he is the funniest. He's the one who of figures it out. Of course, he'll be the funniest. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be funny. He's <laughs> just Curry. It's just insane to watch. It's so okay, much fun. Okay, Highly I'm recommend. That, I'm gonna watch that after this. <laughs> <laughs> just go home and watch Clue. Yeah. To be fair, though, I love this movie, so I'm gonna watch that one <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because this week our Halloween special is basically a big whodunit murder mystery with a lot of supernaturalness to it. This week it was Cat's first time watching Sleepy Hollow, 1999. It is. <laughs> Constable Ichabod Crane, sent from New York to investigate murder in Sleepy Hollow. How much of your superiors explained to you? Only that the three were slain in open ground, their heads severed from their bodies. Taken by the headless horseman, taken back to hell. He rode a giant black steed. To look at him, made your blood run cold. Even today, the western woods is a haunted place where brave men will not venture. We have murders in New York without benefit of ghouls and goblins. You're a long way from New York, Constable. Is everyone in this village enthralled to superstition? We have many things to talk about, even in this backward place. Excuse my manner. I'm not used to. Female company? Murder! The Osmonds killed again! The assassin is a man of flesh and blood, and I will discover him. Are you so certain of everything? Perhaps there's a bit of a witch in you, Katrina. Why do you say that?
Now you know versions of this movie, don't you? Because you said you've watched the animated the version. cartoon version of it, like yeah. a thirty-minute cartoon of the legendary of the Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, of the Headless Horseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ichabod Crane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Fascinating. Yeah, because it's based on a book, so I assume there's several versions out there. But this one in particular is done by Tim Burton. Mm. Love a good Tim Burton, <laughs> especially an early Tim Burton. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, I do love Tim Burton's movies like Corpse Bride. Mm. Um, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> love Beetlejuice. <laughs> uh, so we, we get our opening. We get some fantastic opening music. Mm-hmm. It's just great. It's both sort of epic and creepy. There's a lot of church bells. We've got a choir singing in the background. And it's because the mu- uh, the music's done by Danny Elfman. Because... Uh- why not? Because it's just fantastic. It's so good. Goosebumps. That's <laughs> that, all I'm going to say. That this entire movie, whenever the music like picks up, like during chase scenes and stuff like that, I was like, this is good shit. Like, this is real. Mm-hmm. And we get um, a whole lot of cast lists that we'll ro- roll through later as they pop up, because <sighs> my God. And yep, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, we watch as a, a drop of red falls on some papers we see a couple holding hands, but we don't know who it is. We see that uh, the papers are the last will and testament of someone. And it's signed at the bottom by a man named Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, the papers are folded up and it's sealed with a wax seal of a windmill that says Van Garrett yeah. on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So we've sort of got a family name. We now cut to a carriage with the same emblem on the side. So this is obviously the man inside is someone Van Garrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, an old man sits inside as they ride through a very thick fog it's great there's thunder and lightning and a big ass scarecrow in the middle of the field that seems to be like watching him and uh, the driver sort of gets a bit spooked and speeds up the horses yep I would too <laughs> yeah it's the mist <laughs> oh no there's tentacle monsters in the mist <laughs> but it's not the crossover we've always wanted <laughs> the mist and sleepy hollow Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Ichabod Crane working to defeat giant spider monsters. Um, Mr. Van Garrett uh, misses a rider that passes past his carriage because he's looking out the wrong window. Mm. It's such a quick flash as well. It's really creepy. It was really creepy. I really, yeah, this movie does suspense so good. He does hear a sword unsheathed though. Mm-hmm. And I love this because it's like he can't quite get his balance in the carriage. Yeah. He's like rocking side to side and then he's like, he hears the sword unsheathing. He's like, oh my God, where is it? You know, where's yeah. the sword? And then you just hear the shit. <sighs> and he looks out the window to see that his driver has been decapitated. Blech. He leaps from the carriage. As you would. You'd be like, fuck this somehow. I mean, <laughs> to be fair though, <clears throat> for me, if, I, if I'm in that situation, mm. I wouldn't go out. Because the thing... Well, what are you going to know when he's driving the carriage, like, though? Then again, like, you know, he put his head out. <laughs> oh, my Why? God, you're right. Why would you put your head out? But I, mean, I guess I guess he doesn't know that it's... He's curious. Because they're the first deaths in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. They're the oh, first yeah, ones killed yeah. by... Oh, that's true. So he's they curious. don't know that there's, like, a decapitating serial killer on the loose. I mean, you're right. He's curious. He just want to know what's happening. Yeah, and he checks on his driver and the driver's got no head and he's just like, oh. Okay. I, okay. Sh- I should leave. You know what? And you know what? There's no one driving the carriage either. So you'd either have to like crawl his way onto like one of the horses and detach from the carriage and then ride oh, that's off. too much. Too much work. It's too much work. Sorry, and he's a, he's a very old man. <laughs> he is. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but uh, cornfield, what? But yeah, he, he leaps out and runs through a cornfield. He hears the 
Oh, that's right. He he gets jump scared by the the scarecrow, yeah. which has a giant pumpkin head, mm-hmm. and he hears sort of the the grunt of a horse, not a neigh, mm-hmm. more of a grunt. Mm-hmm. The, what's it? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not quite the like. <laughs> but yeah, the little. <laughs> And he turns and is immediately decapitated. Mm. It's great. The decapitations in this movie actually look really good. Was, uh, everything in this movie is so good. <laughs> it's, it looks so cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> Especially one later where it's like, oh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. So we get a title card. We're in New York City, 1999. Um, sorry, not New York City, 1999. New York City... 1799. That's yep. right. I wrote the year of the movie instead of <laughs> the year it takes place. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it's funny because um, this is almost the same time as that Hamilton. Um, oh, the musical. Was, yeah, the musical. Mm. Where in 1700s they were doing the revolutionary between... I was going to say, is Hamilton about the, the American Revolution where they like kick the British out, right? Yeah, yeah, Is yeah, that yeah. right? Yeah! Oh, okay. Yeah! I keep meaning to watch it, but it is three hours long and trying to convince my partner to watch something that's three hours long is quite hard. <laughs> Good luck! But it, yeah. but the only thing I'm going to say, do you like hip-hop and R&B? Yep. You'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I mean, if it's well written, like oh, it's well written. Oh, okay, all right. good. Yeah, because um, the same the same guy who wrote the music for that did the music for Encanto, right? I think so. Yes. And the music in Encanto is it's amazing, fantastic. Yeah. So I like the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we see a hand. Well, sorry, we hear that a handbell is being rung, <laughs> and please come to the aid of a man named Ichabod Crane, played mm. by a very young looking Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) He's so fresh-faced. I know. Although, you know, the the shit they can do with CGI now, because they did what... They did Dark Shadows and he looked the same when he was playing young. Yeah, yeah, but still, this is the actual real... This is the actual young. Young, and there's no CGI in here. Like, really young and just still (laughs) fresh. Sorry. (laughs) All right, cat Jesus. (laughs) See, this is... We'll... This... This... Every time we record, this is just going to be it. Oh, it turns into it turns into sexual stuff. <laughs> Sorry. I think it's because our last movie was Black Swan, which was just lesbian sexual fantasies for a lot of that movie. No, it's just Catherine. No, anyway. no complaints. Like, I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but you know, those were both sexy ladies, and I now know. we've got sexy Johnny Depp. I know. Yes, he's a man named Ichabod Crane. He was found a body floating in the river. Mm. Uh, we cut to the courthouse now as the body is ordered burnt by whoever's running the jail there. Mm. This this jail looks terrifying. Yeah. It's just a whole lot of cages that people are thrown into. Not even cells. <laughs> Literally like cages in the floor. <laughs> and then just sort of yeet them into it. What? <laughs> yeah, just like, I... you may have burgled the house. Get in the hole. Um, Ichabod argues um, against the because they need to learn the cause of death Mm -hmm. the man's just like yeah the cops come over and they're like oh you know we found it in the river and he's like oh burn it and and Ichabod's like you know we don't know the cause of death he may have been dead before he went in the river in which case somebody murdered him and the guy's just like nah nah that's blasphemy yeah (laughs) are you saying we are not just (laughs) it's so yeah Yes, the cause of uh, death may not have been drowning. As, that's right. He says, uh, yeah, something like, what, do you think our way is not uh, um, unjustful or something like that? And then a guy's brought over and they're just like, what's he in for? And they're just like, burglar. And he's like, throw him in the hole. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, justice. 
Justice has been served. Swift justice. <laughs> we then cut to a hearing as Ichabod stands against the current system of justice. We can see uh, mm. there's like some sort of torture device he's used yep. as like an example, I think, behind mm-hmm. him. It looks like it's a person-shaped cage with spikes yep. pointing inwards. Yep. And I feel sorry for the guy who's demonstrating how it works, I guess, because there is a man inside it. It's he just, did. It, <laughs> it's just a corpse. He did. He just wheeled it in. <laughs> um, and the judge is Christopher Lee. Bro. The judge he's talking to. S- I mean, like... that Christopher Lee's voice just... I don't know. There's something magical about his voice. And his face. And he's, he's just, he's just, he turns up on screen and you're just like, oh my God. Yep. He's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Ichabod is refused uh, because he wants to use science mm-hmm. to solve crimes. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, we should be using our brains. And the court's just sort of like, you know, it is the will of God. Yeah. You know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And that is the will of God. And, you know, we are just and cannot be questioned mm-hmm. and all that nonsense. And the judge decides that they're going to send Ichabod to a town called Sleepy Hollow to solve a series of three murders that have happened in quick succession. I think he said in like a fortnight, something like that. Three three murders in a fortnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, though, I don't remember what he said. Because uh, I, I was staring too much at Johnny Depp. And sexy young Johnny Depp. <laughs> so not focused, but I know that the, he's going to be sent through the outskirts of New York mm, or something like that. Something, yeah, it's just beyond the bounds of New York. There's like a little town called Sleepy yeah. Hollow. Yeah. And yes, you're, you're completely right. All, all the bodies were found decapitated. Mm-hmm. So there's some sort of madman on the loose in Sleepy Hollow. And, you know, this is Ichabod's test to see if science can solve crime. And he agrees. He packs his bags with equipment, releases his caged bird, which I forget was a thing back in the day. Mm. But you were like, oh, I'm going away. Release the bird. And then we see cast credits roll as we watch Ichabod's carriage travel from New York to Sleepy Hollow. And it gives the idea that it's quite a long journey as well, because yeah. he like falls asleep and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also get the idea that he's kind of skittish or he, ca- or cowardly I, no, I don't think he's scared. cowardly he's scared yeah well, not scared but this is this is one of those things that's he's not a, a it's a, a known thing yes he doesn't know what's happening mm. but people are dying decapitated that's the thing blah, blah, blah. yeah he never he never like diverts away from the danger he never yeah. like goes oh this is too scary i'm out so i wouldn't yeah, say yeah. he's like cowardly yeah but he's not a but he's definitely a scared person. Yeah, yeah, he's scared. But you know what? I'm going to prove to you that I can do this. Yeah, I he's, can he's determined. He's very determined. Which is great. I really like him as a oh, character. Oh, his facial expressions, though. That's what I love about Johnny Depp is, mm. like, his facial expression on, like, the events that's happening, even the mouth, the eyes, the cheekbones, everything mm. that's, like, moving, like, ooh, mm. And I really like the the older Johnny Depp movies because there's less of that gotta be quirky, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. in this movie, he's, his performance is a lot more subtle than what we get now from Johnny Depp. Oh, 100%. And I love it. Yeah. So much more. Because mm-hmm. it really shows the power he can do with, like, an eyebrow or, like, a I little know. look or He's something so like that. with his face. Mm. Instead of doing, you know, the Jack Sparrow or yeah, the Mad yeah, Hatter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, give me the, give him, like, more serious roles like this. He mm. can nail it. He definitely does. Uh, yes, he, he pulls over some books that shows him, like, some maps and some medical books he's brought with him and things like that. He checks his equipment. And we also see a series of scars on his palm mm-hmm. in sort of, like, a grid pattern. Yeah. Like, they're very 
um, they're very it's sort of deliberate. Yeah. Like yeah. it wouldn't have been like, oh, he cut himself with something. No, there's exactly. like it's a grid pattern on both of his palms. Yeah. He arrives at the farming town of Sleepy Hollow. I love this shot. He gets out of the carriage and starts walking down this little lane, mm-hmm. and you've got the farmland on the right mm. and a graveyard on the left. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, and he's walking the line in between. Yeah. Oh. I, really, I really love this scene as well. It's just gorgeous. It's so well shot. And the atmosphere is perfect. It's mm. like dark and gloomy, but not like unreasonably so. Yeah, exactly. We see it's a fairly small town. There's about a dozen houses or so. There's a church. Yeah. And people like close their windows and shutters as he walks through the street. <laughs> yeah, they see him and they're just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, he sees a group of men talking by, like, an outpost tower mm-hmm. just on the edge of town facing towards the woods, mm-hmm. including a young boy mm-hmm. who then... Oh, and then Johnny Depp heads... Sorry, Ichabod heads up the road to a large manor on a hill. Mm-hmm. This is where sort of, I guess, the, like, patron... Is he the pa- patron of the town, I guess? He's rich? Yeah. Thus he runs the town, right? <laughs> that, that's how our world works. <laughs> oh, you have the most money? You make the rules. <laughs> Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah. Like, I can't say anything else apart from that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not wrong. (laughs) He knocks and then notices there's a couple making out beside him. It's a party. Woo! Well, well, to be fair, though, he hasn't entered the building yet and there was two people kissing on the side. I'm like, oh, yeah, what what are you guys guys up to? (laughs) Yes, they're, they're making it on, like, the corner of the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he, Johnny Depp's face, sorry, Ichabod's face when he sees them, he, like, looks over and he's like, awkward. Um, okay. And then the door opens, he's like, oh, I'm going to go inside. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, inside, it's a it's a Halloween party, although, of course, it's, like, 1799, so it would have been, mm. what, uh, a full harvest party or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is great. There's carved pumpkins. I and... would say that would be the year uh, a Sabbath celebration called... Um, Samhain. Samhain. Oh, yes. But would it be, given that this is a Christian society, (gasps) not a pagan society? Yeah, probably. I mean, it it is a pagan celebration that was adopted by the Christians. Yeah. Um, So it is Happy Halloween. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is the Christian version of Halloween, although that is the pagan celebration of the fall. Yes. (laughs) Oh, you see what I'm doing here. Yes. Yes, I've delved very deep into the the strangeness of of Christianity and its amalgamation of other other religions. Yeah. Um, yes, but yeah, this is why this is a Halloween movie because it is exactly. it takes place during the full harvest. You, I get it. Why you're doing this? As soon as I saw the carved pumpkin, I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's a Halloween movie." <laughs> he stopped by a blindfolded woman mm-hmm. who's playing some sort of. Uh, party game yeah. who's got a kiss for the pickety witch or something like that <laughs> and this is Christina Ricci oh my god she's so young she's so gorgeous she she's looks so young. fucking stunning in the in the dresses and outfits she's in for this movie as well she was she looks gorgeous no wonder why in every movie that Tim Burton makes she's there He's, she's just amazing. She's just amazing in this kind of. She'll movie. always be like Wednesday Adams for me uh, though. From the like live <laughs> action. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, she'll always be Wednesday Adams oh, for yeah, me. She'll always be the original. <laughs> the original Wednesday Adams. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, she. Uh, yeah, she's trying to guess. She she runs around in a circle while all the men 
um, sort of dance around mm. her, and she has to grab hold of someone by the face and try and guess who it is. Yeah. And she grabs Ichabod as he's walking past. Yeah. And she guesses that it's her her fiance. I don't know. Partner, betrothed. Yeah, I guess something. So. Brom. Yeah. She, oh yes, yes. She yep. guesses that it's Brom, and she, he says, "No, sorry, madam. Like I'm I'm a stranger to this town." And she says, "Oh, well, have a kiss on me." And she gives him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> My heart. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so so good. I love that sort of thing. Her name is Katrina. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's Christina Ricci. And mm. yes, she looks fucking gorgeous. She she's just a, I don't her eyes her eyes and her sorry. I've been like, I paused a little bit just to like look at to her. To drink it in. To just take it in. Her eyes, her lips, her hair, everything was so perfect for that role. Mm. It was just like, just a damsel in distress look and I'm pretty and I'm, you know. But yeah, she's not, she is kind of the damsel in distress, but not for very long in this movie. No. She's more of like. But it was just she's such more a proactive. Pure, yeah, yeah. But you're, you're completely right. She's got such a pure look yeah. about her. She wears white. Yeah. And her skin is like um, pearl white. Yeah. And she's blonde. Oh. And oh. Sorry. Yeah. Don't dare. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, her name is Katrina, and she is the daughter of the man that Ichabod has been sent to see, which is uh, Baltus, who owns this manor. Brom sort of starts an altercation. Because, you know... Uh, Ooh, jealous. Yeah, because he wants to know, you know, who Ichabod is and why he's here. I love this because he's just like, and we have not had, not yet had your name, sir. And Ichabod just turns around and he's like, because I, I have know. not yet said it. <laughs> and then goes to walk away. I haven't told you. But the, the commotion is stopped as Baltus comes out. Oh, actually, we'll talk about who this is played by when we see all of the town elders. Because, <laughs> yeah. This is Baltus, Katrina's father, and the person in charge of the town. Uh, Ichabod shows Baltus his letter from New York explaining why he's here. He's here to investigate the the triple homicide that's happened in the, in yep. the last fortnight. <laughs> we also meet Lady Van Tassel, his wife, wife as well, although this is not Katrina's mother. No. But she welcomes him to the manor and says, thank you so much for coming to investigate. You know, while you're here, why don't you, why don't you stay here? stay here in our house as our guest mm-hmm. very nice very accommodating mm-hmm. and she's she's <laughs> not to give anything away no she's i think it's a really good it, she twist. was really good when we get to it when we yeah, get to it yeah, yeah. yeah because she's so accommodating and she's really sweet and nice and she's like mm-hmm. oh you're here to help oh stay here then yeah. you know we've got the biggest house we've yeah. got spare rooms stay yeah. here i would do the same if i was her so Ichabod goes uh upstairs he unpacks his bag the maid comes in and says how thankful she is that he's here to help and downstairs he jo- he joins the sort of local town council i yeah. think we've got dr lancaster reverend steamwick magistrate phillips uh, notary Hardenbrook and Baltus himself and oh my god the cast they put together so Baltus is played by the same actor who plays Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Sorry, Dumbledore. Dumbledore in in what Harry Potter 3 onwards. <laughs> and then uh, Reverend Steamwick is I it, like he's popped up everywhere here and there. Oh, but he's, he's, he's always the Mr. Dietz from Beetlejuice for <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> he's the dad in Beetlejuice. Um I know I know the notary from somewhere but I don't know where. The guy who's like half blind. Oh. I don't know why I know him from, but I know he's quite What's well his known. What's name again? Uh, Notary Hardenbrook. I don't know the actor's name. Oh, okay. No, mm. but I've seen him before. I've seen I've him definitely before. seen him in movies before. And mm. the, we've also got Magistrate Phillips, who's Mr. Dursley from the Harry Potter series as well. <laughs> 
big, big, big characters. Yeah, like, the these are really well-known and well-respected actors, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure. Like, holy wow. Really? And they just play the town elders. Great. This is this is great. I mean, this is, a, is this when they're just still starting? No, they're not. Because No way. No, no, no way. But putting them all together in this one movie. Oh, and the Doctor as well. Um, the Doctor is Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars Episodes 1, 2, and 3. So we've got Emperor Palpatine oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so true! Yeah, because I was, I was re-watching it last night, before, obviously before we started recording. And I was watching it and I was like, I know your face. Why do I know your face? And I was just imagining him going, do it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, it's Emperor Palpatine. These are, this is a really good cast. They're, they're, I, could not, I could not stop looking at them. I'm like, wow, these are big cast in one town. Yeah, like Jesus. These are really, really good actors. Yeah, yep, definitely. Uh, we learn about the killing so far. Uh, the father and son of the Van Garrett estate. Mm-hmm. So the driver of the carriage was actually Mr. Van Garrett's son. Yep. So this is the first time we learn about that. Mm-hmm. Um, both were sort of able-bodied men. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the widow Winship die was killed a week later. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all of them so far. Mm-hmm. And he asks for suspects. And Baltus asks, you know, what does he know about the the legend of um, the headless horseman? Yeah. And the Reverend points out that, oh, that's right, because the the uh, Ichabod says, you know, you know, three murders, you know, who are our suspects? You know, all found decap, their heads decapitated, and the, the Reverend corrects him and says, like, oh no, their their heads were not found. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, um, they that they're gone. <laughs> And he's like, yes. <laughs> and Hardenbrook says it was the headless horseman mm. taking their heads back to hell. They asked Ichabod to sit down as they just as they describe the tale mm. of the headless horseman. So he sits down with a nice cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, which is lovely. I love a good <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> he was a German mercenary mm. sent here by the British to keep the Americans in line, basically. Mm-hmm. He did it for the love of carnage, not for money or anything like that. He was a real... And who's the character? Uh, um, it's it's Christopher Walken. Oh. Christopher Walken plays the Headless Horseman. Oh, I love that guy. He's so good. He's got the right face for it. Because they've given him, like, bright blue contacts. His hair is all sort of, like, um... What's, what's it's the hair that crazy. we always have, like, every movie that he goes Jet to? black hair with, that's all, like... <laughs> Cow licked up, um, and he's got his. They said that um, the headless horseman filed his teeth down yeah, to, to look more like, menacing in yeah. battle, which he, he fucking does. Because when he snarls, it's actually terrifying. And he rode a black steed as well. Hello, Christopher Walken. Isn't yes. he hot? Mm? Sorry. <laughs> as the headless horseman. <laughs> oh no 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 no! As just his as character. just Christopher Walken. Yeah yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> the thing I find most notable about Christopher Walken is his voice, and he doesn't have any lines in this movie. No, that's why it's so easy to, like, just go, Yeah, he, he screams and yells and goes, shh, once, and I think that's it. Oh, when he says, shh. <laughs> it's so good. He's so, He's so good, good at this. Like, he doesn't need to say anything mm. in this movie. He was... He is 
when his face is on screen, he is terrifying. He is very terrifying. He's very, very good yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. But we learned that um, he's the kind of man who would charge into battle chopping off heads. That yep. was his thing. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's an easy way to kill someone and fairly mm-hmm. quick as well. He had his teeth filed to look more menacing, uh, but he was eventually killed in the woods near to Sleepy Hollow. He came across two young girls while um, sort of trying to escape a group of... Yeah. Uh, Americans who were chasing yeah. him down. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah, he runs into these two adorable little girls who are collecting like firewood or something like oh, that. No. And then he, he just looks at them and goes, shh. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I've just wet myself. Like, Jesus Christ, he's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but one of the little girls snaps one of the twigs, which brings over the, the, the Americans. Yeah. And they get into a fight. He decapitates like four of them. So easily. So easily as well. He's just like... (laughs) But he's eventually stabbed and decapitated with his own sword, Mm. only to be buried where he fell in the woods. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, they chopped off his head with his own sword and buried him there. We see Ichabod visibly shaken by the story. (laughs) Yeah, with this tail like rattling. It's so funny. <laughs> this is where this is where I was like, yeah, he's a, he's like visibly, he's always sort of visibly scared yeah, and shaken, but, but he never he's never like, oh well, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love that, and he's just like, oh, I see you've brought a whole. The reference, like, oh, I see you've brought a whole lot of medical books. There's only one book you need, and plucks down Something. the heaviest fucking Bible that has ever existed. <laughs> to be fair, though, I do have a holy Bible at home. Is it it's that not sort of big, size? It's not big, but it's that thick. Ah, I see. It's like the King's uh, King James version. Right. It is this like. A- I guess it depends on what size print you use. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really thick, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it literally slams down on the table, and you can see Ichabod's cup nearly like fly off the table. It's quite funny. But he um, Ichabod quickly opens it and sees that it is a family heirloom, mm. and you can see a great big family tree that um, yeah. has Van Garrett. And Van Tassel families on the same tree. So they are related. Kind of. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Ichabod refutes the story and vows to solve the case. He's like, there's no nothing supernatural. They were killed by a man and I will find that man. I was like, you're specifically saying man. I'm like, women, equal rights. Women can murder too. (laughs) (laughs) Although. Yes, you're right. Although this is 1799, women don't have a place in society in 1799, right? Stay in the the house. Yeah. Cook for me. Cook for me, wife. (laughs) Cook for me. Baby in kitchen. That's that's, that was it. (laughs) That's so sad. sad. Oh well. But you know, women can be women can murder too. Give them a chance. Oh, back in those days, women can kill. That's why you know they've been called things back in those (laughs) days. Called witches, perhaps. (laughs) Oh what? Yes, he vows to solve the case. That night in the watchtower, we see torches that sort of... It's like they're using it to sort of illuminate the first couple of trees of the woods because the light doesn't seem to go very far. No. (laughs) But yeah, they got flaming torches at the barrier and we see the, the, like, the mist, the fog or whatever like that sort of reaches out these tiny tendrils of fog and puts out the candles. Isn't that great? I loved it. Like, how do you do that back in those, in 1990s? It must have been CG, but like, it looks really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 1999 CG, fantastic. 100%. 100%. Like, gorgeous. 100%. These tiny little tendrils of smoke that reach There's out. There's my tentacles from the There's my tentacles. 
<laughs> that reach out and just put out these flames. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. The watchman cocks his gun because, you know, this is 1799, so, you know, you've only got one shot and then you need about yeah. 20 minutes to reload yeah, and then you can take another shot. <laughs> put in the pellets, put in the powder. Suck it in. Push, yeah, yeah, it, in. push it all in and then, <laughs> yep. and then you're good to go. We hear the sound of hooves. Yep. And then we get a long shot of the of the town mm-hmm. as a gunshot rings out. Mm-hmm. We cut to the man running through the woods, being chased on horseback. Mm-hmm. We get that wonderful sound effect of the sword unsheathing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. This sound for me is just so satisfying. Mm-hmm. I know it's like about to you know be followed by murder. Yeah. But you know, it's just such a satisfying sound that. What do you call those? Um, what do you call those again when you make the noises or the sounds? For the movies. Like the, the sound effects. Yeah, the sound effects. Mm. It was just so surreal. That was so detailed. Yes. Actually, my partner's sister does that. Like, you know, if you've got the horse, she does the sound. Like the, the coconuts. Horse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she doesn't do that now. They don't do that. But, like, she does all that. I forgot the name of it. Sorry. But, no, no, um, it's all right. Like, like being a sound technician. Like, yeah, yeah, des- yeah. designing the sounds that yeah, would yeah. go in movies or games and stuff like that. And this movie, that mm. was so detailed and it was so good but they're also slightly exaggerated which is really good which makes it feel almost like a fairy tale or like an urban legend but it's like the perfect amount Mm -hmm. because that shing is so satisfying Mm -hmm. oh yes and then the the man who's running away who was in the watchtower Mm. is decapitated as he runs yeah Ichabod, we cut now to the next morning. Mm-hmm. Ichabod is is given a horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the horse again? Oh, I can't remember. Gunshot. Gun. Or gunshot or something to do with the anyway. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. It's this beautiful horse, gorgeous beautiful. horse. But Ichabod sort of looks at it like, ah, oh, yes, a horse. <laughs> like he has no idea what the fuck I can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this man, is, I guess, runs the stables and he's the husband of the local midwife as mm. well. Because we see her and her little son as well. She's giving advice to like a pregnant woman. Yes. Love that. Yep. I love this sort of like building of characters, mm-hmm. even like the minor ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man tells, oh, that's right. A man runs in, fires his gun and says that the horseman is killed again. Yeah. So Ichabod mounts up and him and another man ride to the site. Mm. The council is uh, already there. Mm. and Baltus is calling for the coffin cart mm-hmm. while everyone else keeps watch in case the horseman mm-hmm. comes back. Mm. Ichabod inspects the body of Jonathan Masbeth mm-hmm. is who this is. Ooh, that corpse looking ripe. Mm-hmm. It, it's so, like, squelchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the head is missing. Yeah. Um, it's not just decapitated, it's gone. It's not here. Yeah. Uh, why was the head removed if not to hide the body's identity? That's right. Because he says, you know, why would you Why would you take the head? Usually if you take the head, it's to stop people knowing who the body is. And mm. Baltus is like, well, we know this is Jonathan Masbeth. Mm-hmm. He's like, exactly. So why did they take the head? Mm-hmm. You know, what was the point? Mm. Nowadays, you can't do that. There's DNAs nowadays. Yeah, now there's just <laughs> DNA or whatever. Or tattoos. And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Ichabod describes the scene as per the hoof prints as well. I love this because they're just like, did you move the body? And the guy's like, yes, never move the body. <laughs> His reaction is like, he's like oh, oh, sorry, what have I done? <laughs> and then he, he goes around and he's just like, you know, checking the hoof, uh, hoof prints, the hoof prints. And yeah. he's just like, oh, so the, the killer rode in and, you know, decapitated Masbeth and then turned around and came back. Ah, came back for the head. Mm. So he's, I love this. He's like, 
to yeah, do and scene, they're very the, the scene crime. As well. They were really curious. Yeah, what... the townspeople were like watching what he was doing because obviously this is new. No one, yeah, yeah, exactly. No one's done this kind of thing before. Exactly. They were just like, oh, someone's got. So I guess the idea of, you know, moving the body is foreign to them as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it would just be like, oh, someone's dead, you know, put them yeah. in a in a respectful position yeah. before we move them to a grave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he uses a solution in his bag. He like pops it up. It's got like little levels and it's like little it so <laughs> little jars of like powder and shit. I want one. I want one. One of these doctor bag it's like things. Doctor bags. And it's got that little lever that goes. Yeah, this little <laughs> shelf that pops up. <laughs> Everything in the it, it was so detailed as well. Like the whole those little bottles mm. and those little oh it's just like I'll tell you what it reminds me because because it was like a little green powder that he that he sort of took out and shook on the yeah. body it was reminding me of like you know those the packs of like kinetic sand you can buy <laughs> that are like really colorful for kids it reminded me of that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but he sprinkles it on the body and somehow it it helps him determine that the it was done by a single blow to the head yeah so a single blow was used and that's what um, decapitated him. Yes. He then puts on his like weird headpiece thing. It's like some weird glasses with like a zoom on it. It's so cool though. Yeah, it's really it's cool. It's so cool. And gingerly goes over to the decapitated body because he's like, I really don't. Oh, <laughs> sort of he's doing it. He's just. Yeah, that's the second thing. He's scared, but he's doing it. Yeah. And I love that. For a lot of science. Yes, for science. For science. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that as a character trait. Mm. But he goes over with like his little pincer things and lifts up a little flapper skin of the <laughs> of the neck and a beetle crawls out, which makes him sort of jump on him. He goes, mm, oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yes. And they're like, what? And he's just like, well, the, the wound is cauterized. Yep. Which is very cool. Mm. I think that's really, really interesting. Mm. The wound was cauterized on impact. Mm. So we cut to the funeral of of Jonathan Masbeth now. He's laid to rest Mm -hmm. while everyone watches mournfully, including young Masbeth, his son. This is the young boy we saw when Ichabod was walking through the town at the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, Young Masbeth, now only Masbeth, he says. Oh, it's so sad. (laughs) I'm, I'm the only Masbeth now. Offers his services to Ichabod to avenge his father. Mm. You know, I'll help you find the killer. Yeah. And Ichabod's like, no, no, that's fine. You need to look after your mother. And he's like, my mum's dead. <laughs> and it's just, that just went more it's like, so, sad. Yeah, it's just like, oh, oof. Oh, sorry, kid. I mean, he doesn't know, right? He doesn't, uh, like... No, Ichabod doesn't know. No. And the, the kid seems faithful enough. Like, I'm so glad that he's got that faith because he's just like, you know, my mother's in heaven. He, she's got my father to look after her now. And mm. that, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. But um, Ichabod refuses his help nonetheless. <laughs> Sorry. It's really sweet. It's really, yeah. really sweet. It's always the kids in this movie. Yeah, you and me in, with Sixth Sense, we were just like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we get Magistrate Phillips who approaches Ichabod to let him know that Jonathan was not the fourth, but in fact, the fifth victim. Five victims in four graves. But then the Reverend shoots shoots Magistrate Phillips a quick glance, a like scornful glance even, mm-hmm. and that makes him shut up, mm-hmm. and he and he leaves. And he removes the um, wig. Is, oh yes, the, I forgot to mention. Yeah, all the elders in this town world wear wear these powdered wigs, and they look awful. They just look terrible. <laughs> but he's like he's grey and bald underneath anyway. But yeah, he keeps taking it off to like scratch his head, which would be appropriate for the times because if I've read correctly, like those things are infested with like fleas and all sorts of like they were not clean wigs. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> so having to take it off every now and again to scratch your head? Yeah. Yep. Makes yep. sense. Uh, Ichabod calls Mazbeth, Mazbeth back and asks for the help. He's like, you know, mm. meet me here tomorrow morning and I hope you have a strong stomach. Mm-mm-mm. We now cut to the bodies of the victims having been dug up. The widow Winship, um, as well as Jonathan Mazbeth. And, of course, the Van Garretts as well, mm. the mm. father and son. Yeah. And what he notices on the Widow Winship's stomach is a small cut. Just a tiny little cut. They bring her body to the doctor's office. <laughs> this is where I realised that the doctor was um, was Emperor Palpatine as well. <laughs> oh, did you? Because we get good close-ups of his face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and just the way he was talking. Yeah. I didn't really realise it till you say it now. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yep. it's pretty good. Yeah, he brings it in and he's just like, we need to operate. And he just stands up and he's like, operate? She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, by operate, I mean, I need the operating table. table. <laughs> uh, Ichabod basically means an autopsy. He's going to do an autopsy yeah. of her body. Uh, we learn... no such thing. He's <laughs> yeah. not a word. Yeah, no. And uh, Yeah, he's, he's going to operate on the body. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's checking... Why was there a cut in her stomach? What's yeah. going on inside there? We learned that we also learned that Ichabod sort of designs his own equipment. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. Such a cool idea as well. The devices though, one of the devices. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's like a, with like it's like a pair of scissors with like a little cog on the end or something. <laughs> I'm like, what's that bit for? Uh, he hurries everyone else out of the room because you know. What do you say? My con- my concentration suffers most when I am when I am observed. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So he, he sort of hurries everyone out of the room so yeah. he can work on it. Concentrate. Yeah. Yeah. The council and young Mesbeth wait outside while Ichabod does his does his autopsy. Mm-hmm. I love this. He's so not not scared to, but he very gingerly get started mm-hmm. it's like he's got a big ass medical book next to him where he's checking mm-hmm. like you know where are all the organs yeah. and you know how does the woman's we- reproductive system yeah. work and everything like that like what yeah. am i actually cutting into if i cut here yeah yeah exactly <laughs> back in the days you've got a book there and then you just kind of pr- figure out yeah I, I that's it right you just kind of figure out you, you've got to poke and prod and exactly because there's no way to know what's inside before you cut yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Yeah, he cuts into it and might, like, splurt blood right into his face. <laughs> and it's just re- his reaction. He his- jumps. It's a really good jump. It's We're talking about Johnny Tip here. I know. It's- his reaction is just phenomenal. It's just, like... Literally, like... Because he must have known it was coming, but maybe he asked the, like, props department to, like, I'm going to press on this, but just squirt me at, like, a random time. <laughs> So that he act because he he literally has like a reaction jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a like an emotional. You know, the actor's pretending. It, yeah, it feels it like he actually got squirted in the face and went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. But he comes out. He comes outside to greet the council and Mesbeth, completely covered in blood. It's like he murdered someone. <laughs> to be fair, though, and he announces that the the widow was pregnant. Mm. The widow Winship was with child, and that's why five bodies. Sorry. Yeah, five bodies in four graves. Yeah. That's how that works. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> the mystery thickens. <laughs> <laughs> that night, Ichabod rides his horse through town. Mm. He hears a whinny and, and is attacked by a headless horseman carrying a flaming pumpkin. Mm. Yes, he's he's sort of... They sort of have a mini chase, I guess. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. A where small you, chase. Where do you go? In the woods. Yeah, just, just <laughs> a, a, away. <laughs> The, uh, this is like 
you're getting you, someone's chasing you where do you go and the scary woods yeah <laughs> quick <laughs> to the abandoned woods where I could be murdered and no one will know like, ah. <laughs> true if I'm getting attacked by a serial killer I'm running to like the most populated and That's close by area no 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 run in the scary woods yeah run it <laughs> it's up there like this is the 1799 version of running upstairs <laughs> <laughs> But hey, you know what? You're on the horse. You need to go ride somewhere. Yes. The woods. The woods, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he rides to the woods and the the horseman throws his flaming pumpkin at Ichabod, knocking him off his horse where he collapses and the horseman rides off. Mm. We then hear some tittering and some laughter and it was Brom. Mm-hmm. Brom was pretending to be the flaming, to be the headless horseman to scare the shit out of Ichabod because he's a dick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has one. <laughs> he's he's just a dick. I think he's jealous because... I think so, too. Because uh, Ichabod got a kiss from, oh, from Katrina. That's right. And not him. <laughs> Ichabod, you slut. <laughs> But yes, it was all a cruel prank. Ichabod passes out and we get the first of three of his dreams or four of his dreams. He dreams of his mother Mm -hmm. when he was a child, Mm -hmm. blindfolded, doing the same, you know, the pickety witch thing, Mm -hmm. you know, dancing around in the garden with a blindfold on doing the pickety witch. And she grabs young Ichabod and kisses him on the forehead. Mm -hmm. So cute. We see a flash of a red door. Mm -hmm. It's so quick. And then we see his mother drawing. Oh, that's right. Ichabod gives her some flowers. Yeah. And she takes them to the fireplace and burns them Mm. and, you know, breathes in the vapors and stuff like that and Mm. starts drawing symbols Mm -hmm. in the dirt. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, we see a quick flash of a red door and then his mother's symbols as well. Mm -hmm. We see the bird in a cage trick Mm -hmm. because Ichabod was scared of the thunder and the lightning of the storm. So she had a piece of paper on one side was the the drawing of like a a cardinal as a cardinal i forget a A beautiful red bird Mm -hmm. and the other side is a cage and you twiddle it between your fingers on a piece of string and it's optical illusion yeah yeah exactly and it looks like the birds in the cage have you had those before yes yeah look when you were kids that's toys yeah little little toys that you got like (laughs) your stocking and stuff like that yeah (laughs) yeah my mum used to have those she would draw something on one side and draw another one it's just the optical thing so yeah you, your brain can't process them as two separate images because they're Ooh, moving too quickly that's magic yeah but of course 1799 <laughs> yeah she was a witch we also see that flashes of an ominous looking man who's mm-hmm. watching over them mm-hmm. ichabod wakes suddenly from a nightmare and downstairs he sees a light and follows it to find Katrina. She's reading in like a little study or something mm-hmm. nearby. Uh, she tucks the book she was reading under a cushion. Mm-hmm. And we learn that her mother died. She got very sick and then passed away. Her father believed it was reading that killed her. <laughs> that just made me laugh as yeah. well. I mean, back in those days, women are not allowed to read, right? Yeah, basically. You're not allowed to be smart. So. <laughs> That's right. It was, it was something like romance novels or something like that. Yeah. You know, my mother used to read these novels. My father thought... You know, it's what made her sick. Now she has to... Re- because she's looking for that romance and she just loves... <laughs> and Bolters ain't providing it. <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> and she died because of that. Yes. We also learned that Lady Van Tassel, mm. uh, her stepmother, was Katrina's mother's nurse while she was sick. Mm, mysterious. Yes. We learn most of the households are related in one way or another as well. <laughs> because it's a small town. Everyone marries someone else from the town. She says that, you know, 
they arrived at this town very poor mm-hmm. and were given a small cottage um, in the in like the outskirts of town. Mm-hmm. And then you know Baltus's empire grew, and then now they own this massive manor and everything mm-hmm. like that. And she offers to show him the cottage, yeah. and he agrees. She also gives him a book as a gift. It is yeah. a book of spells and charms. Mm-hmm. He refuses because he is a man of science. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But she insists and he yeah. takes it anyway. Mm-hmm. And we see inside that he used to belong to her mother. Mm. So we get the idea that maybe Katrina and maybe her mother mm-hmm. were witches. Mm-hmm. The pair ride to the cottage where her family first where her family lineage sort of began. Mm. And she notices there's like an old archer symbol that's mm-hmm. in the back of the fireplace. Yeah. yeah. And she said, oh, I, I used to love this this carving. Mm. I always thought it was so beautiful. Mm. And then she sees Ichabod's hands with the, the scarring on it. Mm-hmm. And he, he can't seem to remember. Does no. it, is it that he can't remember? I don't think he, he blocked it. He can't remember. You reckon it's just like emotional trauma and he's blocked yeah, it out? I think so. Yeah. And um, she draws, she starts drawing symbols in the dirt and it makes him think of his mother. Yeah. She's, exactly. she's drawing like swirls and stuff in the dirt of the fireplace, the ash of the fireplace. Mm. He shows her the bird in a cage optical illusion thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, so you do know witchcraft or something like that. Oh, you know magic. I think that's what Yes, you, you, know you do know magic. This is not magic. And he explains how it works. Mm-hmm. He's basically like, no, no, it's called optics. <laughs> yep. It is truth, but truth is not always appearance, mm-hmm. is what he says. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous line. Whoever wrote that, like, that, massive that's actually, applause. Yeah, that's real. That's definitely yeah. real. It is truth, but truth is not always appearance. A hundred percent. Never judge a book by its cover. Yeah. But also what you see is true, but it's not always the whole truth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nothing but the truth. Nothing but the true truth. <laughs> so help me God. <laughs> Sorry, is that like a thing when you put the, the hand on your Bible? Yeah. 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 <laughs> my dad actually, um, I think they've changed it now, but my dad was like called to do jury duty. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you have to swear on a Bible and stuff like that when you do it. And he was like, I can't swear I can't swear on the Bible. And they're like, why not? And he's like, because I'm atheist, I don't believe in it. It would mean nothing to me. I could just lie. Yeah. And then he was dismissed. <laughs> so he was like, well, okay. I, I either have to like swear wow. on something I don't believe in. Yeah. Or not be in jury. Yeah. So I think they've changed it now that you can swear to whatever religion you are. Or, yeah. you know, just take a, a standard... You know, oath yeah. to like the laws of the country yeah, or yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But back in the day, you would have to swear on the Bible and yeah. stuff like that. We see the council arguing. We don't know what they're arguing about because we see it from like outside. We're like um, outside the window mm. and they're all yeah. kind of yelling at each other or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't hear what they're arguing about, but we do see that Magistrate Phillips is sort of packing a bag. And it kind of, in my head, he's going, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Fuck you guys, I'm out. Mr. Dursley is leaving. <laughs> yes, Ichabod watches as Magistrate Phillips finishes packing his bag and begins leading a cart out of town. Mm-hmm. He catches up with him some way down the road mm-hmm. and Phillips says he's in danger for helping him. Because he told him that there were uh, five bodies and four graves, mm. his life is now in danger. Mm-hmm. We don't know why, but the widow had told him about the pregnancy mm-hmm. and... Uh, as he says this a storm begins to brew we see the the light, lightning and the thunder mm-hmm. starts mm-hmm. and we learn that Phillips does know who the father is mm-hmm. and just as he says that that they're interrupted as the horseman rides through the mm-hmm. fog yeah uh, straight after Phillips as well Phillips starts running away mm-hmm. and the horseman rides straight past Ichabod paying him absolutely no, no attention at all yeah. doesn't give a shit yeah <laughs> 
Yep. Yes, he, Phillips turns around just in time to be decapitated. Mm-hmm. Again, looks great. The decapitation yep. looks really, really good. Phillips's head uh, rolls down the head, down the hill, landing between Ichabod's legs. It's so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would just pass out if that was me. I mean, he does. He did later on, but like. <laughs> because the, the horseman rides down the hill, stabbing his sword through Magistrate Phillips' head and then riding off with it, and Ichabod faints. That was squishy. That head was squishy. That head was. that, that, that Damn, that head's squishy. <laughs> that head was squishy enough for him to just like barbecue stick it with his sword. <laughs> And just, just skewer. <laughs> skewered it like right between Ichabod's fucking thighs. <laughs> right next to his junk. Right. <laughs> Let me just thrust a sword right here. <laughs> it's like, I want this head. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Wait, I did not. I thought that was not no. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> you reacted to it. <laughs> Uh, we cut now to Baltus knocking on Ichabod's bedroom door while he cowers under his sheets. <laughs> so cute. He's so cute. He's just like... <laughs> Baltus, Katrina, and Mesbeth, young Mesbeth enter. Um, Ichabod now believes the legend of the horseman. And I love this. He's just like, but you don't understand. It was the horseman. And Baltus is like, yes, we told you that. And he's just like, no, you you don't know because you weren't there. It was a horseman and he was headless. And Baltus is like, Yes. Yes, that, that, that's what we've been telling you. And, uh, uh, and Ichabod just passes out. <laughs> I have no It's so... It made me giggle. It made me chuckle. Because mm. Bolsa's reaction, like, yes. Yes, that's what, that, we, we've been telling we've been you telling that. You. The whole town has been telling you. And he's like, you, you don't understand. I we saw don't. it. <laughs> In, in his dreams, he sees his mother again dancing in. I wasn't sure if it was snow because the scene starts with her like blowing dandelions. Yeah. And then Ichabod, uh, young Ichabod walks through the woods and sees his mother and she's, and they dance together in like, I, I assume dandelion, um, what's it called? Seeds? Uh, yes. Dandelion yeah, fluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, but although it kind of looks like snow. Yeah. It's very cute. She dances with him and then it cuts to her twirling until she begins to lift up into the air. I know, right? Beautiful. I know, right? And she looks so angelic. I want that. <laughs> I want to twirl into I the air. I don't want it exactly. <laughs> and she, this woman's gorgeous, by the way. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention, she's fucking stunning. Mm. But yeah, it's it's this really sort of ethereal, you know, magical, but like not in a dark way. She's mm. she's so bright and young yeah. and vibrant yeah. and yeah. happy and you know, it feels free. Free, yeah, that's yeah. that's the right word. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel dark, mm. despite the fact that it's like these these mystical things are happening. Which you know, in seventeen ninety nine, you know, anything magical is evil. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. It's I just put this is a beautiful scene. It was. She twirls with the whole yes. snow or dandelions or whatever falling yeah. on her. It suddenly gets dark and ominous as the creepy man we saw who was watching them earlier grabs his mother, throwing her to the floor at the fireplace before throwing a Bible onto the floor mm-hmm. and pointing to some passages. Mm-hmm. He then starts dragging her away and we cut to the room with the red door. Mm-hmm. And this is when Ichabod wakes. Mm-hmm. I think he wakes and... Um, isn't Katrina there? Is it when Katrina's there? Or no, it was the mother, stepmother. No, no, no. Katrina, I think Katrina. Katrina, Katrina. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he wakes up and immediately is in like Katrina's arms. Yeah, and it's so sweet. They sort of soothe. She soothes him. Yeah, 
<laughs> the council meets, and Ichabod joins them, asking for men to explore the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need some men. You know, who will volunteer to find the grave of the headless horseman? And it's just silence, except for Mesbeth, who stood behind him and goes, Me? Me? I will, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else to you know he's got nothing else but himself so if he dies that's it yeah he's like okay whatever I just want to uh, you know avenge my father exactly which is so sweet the pair ride through the woods as Ichabod tries to find the connection between the victims he's like you know what do what did Mr. Van Garrett his son the widow Winship and Magistrate Phillips Mm. and Jonathan Mm Mesbeth all have in common you know what 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 links them all very cool yeah. Masbus says that the father and son argued the, the the night they were killed. Yeah. And even called for Jonathan to join them. Yeah. So, ooh, the mm. plot thick. I love mm. a good mystery. It is. I really love a good mystery. Yeah. Masbus mentions his... Masbus mentions how silent the woods have got. He's like, oh, do you hear that? And Ichabod like, looks around and he's like, no, I hear nothing. He's like, exactly. There's no birds, birds, no crickets, nothing. And he's like... Oh. I think we should quicken our pace. <laughs> oh, is that what you mean? Okay, let's go. They continue on when they start hearing, like, humming from yep. an odd-looking cave. <gasps> oh, love it. Ichabod draws his gun and put, 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 puts um, young Mesmith sort of in front of him. Shield me, boy. Yeah, basically. Shield me. He's sort of cowering a little bit behind young Mesmith. So um, <laughs> send the child first. I mean... Kids have got more courage than adults, to be fair, though. Mm. Like, when I was thinking about it, I would have gone and explored that wood. No problems. No problem. But when you became an adult, you're like, oh, no, that's dangerous. Yeah. So I kind of get it, but at the same time, man, really? And I think... um, Really? Ichabod's just had a major shock to his system, realizing that the Headless Horseman was was real. real. (laughs) Because, yeah, that was a horseman. He had no head. (laughs) <laughs> and then he killed someone in front of me and then rode off. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm having a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send the child first. Yeah, send the child first. I've got a gun. It's fine. You go first. <laughs> hey. Inside, they find an old woman. She's got, like, scraggly blonde hair, but her face is covered with a long grey veil. I love that her entire outfit's, like, grey and dirty yeah. and dusty. Yeah. She's she's a witch of the woods, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ichabod guesses that she may be a witch. I love this. Witch. 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 <laughs> Madam, I, I make no assumptions about um, uh, your profession, uh, which, uh, which, uh, which, which, which um, maybe... Um... <laughs> I love it. He I stumbles love through that sentence. It's so cute. I didn't mean to say witch, but which is which, 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 which. He can't stop saying it. I love his acting. I it's love so his funny. Acting. But I love how polite he is. He was. He's yeah. just like, madam. I guess it's more of like, you know, he's doing science. Nobody likes science. So he kind of he, understood. Oh, oh, I really like that. So. I like, hadn't thought about that. It sort of makes him an outcast as well. 100%. Because. He he does. He even mentions, I think, maybe a little bit later, that he he doesn't have faith anymore. He doesn't believe yeah. in God. Oh yeah, yeah. Which in 1799 would have been a very oh yeah difficult or yeah. troublesome yeah. thing to yeah you know oh, announce. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I had never thought about that, but he may have sort of a kindred spirit with I witchcraft because they both sit on the outskirts of what is the norm. Yeah, exactly. 
That's really cool. Thanks. Thanks, Kat. You're welcome. <laughs> that was really interesting. Ooh. She knows of the horseman. She says she hears him riding back and forth and smells yeah. the blood. She mm. asks Mesbeth to leave and leads Ichabod to a table where she chains herself down. As you do. I mean, it's never a worrying sight when someone, a stranger okay. leads you into a room and then chains themselves to the wall. Yeah. Ooh, kinky. But anyway, it's just... It's, and I like it because when she was trying to make sure that yeah she, she yeah she even she even tests the the reach of the chains to make sure she can't reach Ichabod which yeah. is really interesting and then she brews a potion using bat blood and stuff like that like a live bat that she shakes out of a basket cuts its head off squeezes it like ketchup onto fries and I fucking love this I, <laughs> yep <laughs> that poor bat though I do feel sorry for the bat <laughs> There was a good purpose for that, though. Yes. She mixes a whole lot of things together, inhales the fumes, and basically sort of goes limp. Mm-hmm. She, she goes numb. She... <laughs> Johnny Depp... Sorry, Ichabod sits there for a couple of seconds and he's just like... Hello. Um, madam? Madam? <laughs> Try to reach. That, that he whole thing he goes that. to reach for her, and she suddenly bolts upright and lunges at him. And this is... Uh, yeah, the only thing holding her back is the chains. Yeah. I think this is the only special effect in the movie I don't think oh, stands up to the test of time. Okay, Most of the CG that's used here and there is pretty good. Yeah. But the eyes the <laughs> eyes popping out of her head look pretty nasty. Do you know do you know what this reminds me of? What? Tim Burton's Mass Attack. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. So I was like that kind of CG. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's so fake. But it's, it's, yeah, the eyes popping out of the head. Doing? Just, yeah, I mean, it was, it's 1999, you know, know it's an older movie. It's still, still okay, but I get what yeah. you're saying. It's like not as It doesn't realistic. stand up as much as like, you know, the the, the tendrils of fog yeah, turning yeah. out the candles oh, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Even some of the more taxing CG that's used later looks better than this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, the eyes popping out of the head has a tongue turns into a snake which yeah. I think does look cool yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just the eyes I have a problem with I maybe it's <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah you know what I mean just, it's very cliche fake and it's it's hard to too get cartoony yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's hard to get right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. back in those days probably yeah I don't know yeah, I don't sure. do film yeah she she collapses sure so she lunges at him almost being able to grab at him but she's like a centimeter away from his face mm-hmm. and she tells him follow the Indian trail to where the sun dies follow to the tree of the dead and down to the horseman's resting place yeah Great. That's so poor. That was so poor. Wasted. I know, right? I especially love follow the Indian trail to where the sun dies. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Go but like, it's such a nice way of saying, of not nice, but like a poetic way of saying yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she collapses, just basically dead, on, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of on top of on top of poor Ichabod. What drug did you take? Can I have some? Yeah, my God, what did you snort? <laughs> <laughs> Ichabod and Mesbeth follow the witch's instructions. They... Oh, Ichabod decides to go ahead mm. and leave Mesbeth behind for a second. Mm-hmm. He goes with his gun drawn and finds a white horse with a white-robed figure atop it. Mm. They reveal themselves to be Katrina. Because mm. he's, he's like, what? I, I have a pistol-armed turn or I'll shoot or whatever like that. <laughs> and it's, it's Katrina. Mm. Having followed them as no one else would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sweet as well. I mean, she should have not done it like that. She could have just followed, like, like normal people would follow. Yeah. 
But she want to be mysterious. Maybe it's because she's a woman. Ah, that's so true. And he wouldn't allow it. He wouldn't allow it because, you know, men have to protect women yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. That whole pizzazz. But she's just like, I'm a strong, independent witch. Yeah. I don't need no permission. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yes, uh, I like that he even sort of alludes to knowing that she's a witch as well. Because yeah. he mm-hmm. doesn't he say, like, I needed your white magic or something like that? Uh, something like that. So, so in that sort of vein, he mentions white magic mm-hmm. in reference to her. Mesbeth interrupts them as they're about to kiss. To Oh, no, I remember this now. When he said, are you a witch? Are you a, bil- uh, are you a little witch? And then she said, <gasps> No, that, that's in a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. That's after, yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go. That, that, oh, I, yeah, we need to talk about that because that is adorable. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Now, this is this is when they almost kiss and Mesbeth yeah. interrupts him because he's got somebody to show them. Yeah. They ride to a location of a large, dead, black tree. Like, it looks like it's been burnt or rotted or something like that. It's a dark, dark black. Mm-hmm. Something drips from the bark. Yeah. And it's blood. Ichabod has a, uh, a just a drop of blood in his mm-hmm. fingers <laughs> mm-hmm. he grabs a, a small hatchet and starts hacking his way through the roots of the tree mm-hmm. which splurt blood at him I love the, the first squish I mean I love how he did that like I love how he just hacked into that root and there was blood splashing and just didn't made anything out of it. The first couple of times he jumps, like the first hit, he goes, oh, as it like sprays up his face. And then he does it again. And he's like, oh God, it's in my eye. And then, <laughs> and then he just, he's just like, you know what? I'm going to get covered in blood anyway. Fuck it. And then he just starts hacking away at it. But the thing is like, that's not normal. There's no wood that but, bleeds. Yeah. But. Or oozes blood, in fact, because there was, like, blood coming out of, like, bark as well. And the bark was, like, so squishy. Yeah. It's a flesh tree. Oh, like, oh, oh, that sounds nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, that sounds gross. Okay, Ooh, let's, right. not, let's not say flesh tree again. No, you can. Keep going, keep going. Let's do this. He throws the branches aside and opens the bark of the main trunk mm-hmm. to find the heads of the horseman's victims. Oh, that was, that was, that was cool. That was cool. All the heads sort of roll forwards as the bark is pulled out. Oh, it's very gross. They're not even scared. Even those two behind us, they're not even scared. This is normal. Well, Masbeth averts his eyes and um, Katrina sort of like cuddles him close, holds him close a bit. Oh, right. Okay. But she's just like, "Mm, yes, heads. It's like, okay. Ichabod deduces that this is a gateway between earth and hell. And Mm. I'm like, Ichabod's gone like full... Because he was all like... 360, right? Yeah, he's like full science. And now he's just like, no, this is a portal to hell. <laughs> I believe in that now. He finds the horseman's sword mm-hmm. and, the, and the soil beneath it has been disturbed. Mm-hmm. They dig at the grave to find the horseman's body, but the skull is missing. Yeah. The horseman is missing his head. And thus we have learned the curse. <laughs> kind of. Yep. We don't know who's done it. Mm-hmm. But the horseman horseman rides, decapitating his victims until his own head is yeah. returned. Yeah. A storm begins, and movement happens in sort of the the squishy tree guts. <laughs> squishy tree guts. <laughs> the squishy. Where all the heads are? <laughs> uh, until the heads part, and the horseman uh, horseman em- emerges mm-hmm. on horseback as well. I love this shot. Yep. This shot is gorgeous yeah. we're like side on as this full 
full horse mm-hmm. like leaps out mm-hmm. of this portal with the horseman atop and it just rides to town yep gorgeous it was it was definitely interesting how they did that mm, he brand- bring to their eyes that popping out of the witches yeah because that's why I was like I'm so confused because some of the CG looks phenomenal yeah and then some of it looks way too cartoony maybe it's just Tim Burton's style maybe that's what he was yep. aiming for yep but definitely. it didn't work for me the eye popping thing didn't work for me anyway Mars attack <laughs> Mars attacks. <laughs> Maybe do that for the podcast at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Mars attacks is a weird movie. Anyway, he brandishes his sword and heads towards town. Mm-hmm. Ichabod follows, but loses track of him. And we see Brom and a couple of other men guarding the town. Mm-hmm. The midwife's son lights a little candle at, at at their house, which has got like these cute little images on, and like it, it he, he spins it so the candle sets out these images across his bedroom wall. It's so cute. Uh, the midwife and her husband are adorable, mm-hmm. as, like as a little couple. Because mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, stop picking your teeth. You'll teach him bad manners." And he's like, "I'm nothing but bad manners," and gives her a kiss. And it's like, "Oh, you two are so like flirty and cute." Um, yes. The, she goes to look after their son and mm. put him to bed as the father feels a shaking on the mm. table. Yeah. The, I love, we get a quick shot of the, the sign that's outside the house that mm. says, you know, you know, the, the midwife li- uh, lives here, please knock before entering or something like that. Mm. And the door just blasts open. And it's, <laughs> it's the headless horseman brandishing mm-hmm. like uh, an axe and a sword. The dad mm. very quickly yells out to his wife, mm. telling her to run, mm. and grabs a poker from the fire to fight the horseman. Mm-hmm. Yes. While he's fighting the horseman, the wife hides the son un- beneath the floor. Mm-hmm. The husband is decapitated. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. What was your reaction to I thought the fight choreography was very cool. At least the, the dad actually fought. He fought for it. He fought for it. While, you know, distracting him yeah. from the, you know, hiding the sign and... And hopefully getting his wife out, but... Yeah, no. She doesn't quite... Yeah. yeah. The husband is decapitated. The horseman carries the husband's head with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We, he heads to the bedroom where the mother is hiding. She's just managed to put, like, the, the floor mat back mm-hmm. to hide the trapdoor that leads to the, that leads under the house where the son is hiding. Mm-hmm. She just manages to get that mm-hmm. as the, as the bedroom door swings open and the horseman stands there carrying her husband's head. Mm-hmm. She takes a deep breath. And we get a shot. This, again, the cinematography here is gorgeous. We get a shot from under the floorboards looking at the sun. Mm-hmm. And you just hear the beginnings of the mother's scream. Mm-hmm. She goes, ah! And then you hear the shink. You know, she got decapitated. And you hear the, the head rolling across the floor. Oh, the eye. Yeah, it stops. And the positioning <laughs> is that the son looks up to see his mother's decapitated head's eyes looking at him. Ugh. Fucking nightmares. <laughs> Ooh, this is why I watched this during the daytime. <laughs> Dude, was this was this borderline for you, like getting a bit too scary? <laughs> is, it was not. I wouldn't say scary, but it was like one. I really loved that family. Two, she just got decapitated. Three, the eyes. Yes. And the third, my thought was like, you know, the theory that like uh, when you get decapitated, you still have like brain function for like 10 or 20 seconds mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she'd be able to like look at her son and, Ooh. oh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It's literally what was going through my head. I was like, oh, she can like still process looking at her son for at least right. a couple more seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. Mm-hmm. Yes. The eyes looking at him. Uh, the horseman collects her head and is about to leave. It's like he hits the he hits the the frame of the the front door and then it's like something clicks in him that's like, oh the job isn't done. Yeah. And he suddenly turns around, spins around, and I t- in some horror movies this works and in some it doesn't, and this one it works. Mm-hmm. That you know, the killer doing that dramatic turn. Yeah. In this, it completely works. I think it's because he's headless, and I don't know why, but... Yeah. No, that was really good, though. He does a dramatic turn. Mm. With that cape. With that... Oh, his cape. His billowing cape when he rides. (laughs) Yep. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But he turns and starts... He uses his axe and starts digging at the the floor, cutting through the floorboards. It's amazing how he was able to determine where the kid was. It's got to be something supernatural because he always seems to head like straight from the woods to his victim. Yeah, yeah. So it must, he must just have like supernatural echolocation. I don't know. <laughs> he's dead. He's, 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 echo, he's echo the dolphin. He's just sat there going. <laughs> There's this little signal. Like, I'm alive. I'm still alive. <laughs> but he turns around. He hacks at the floorboards. The boy tries to run past, but gets grabbed by the horseman and screams we get a quick shot of like a long shot of the town of the guardsmen Mm -hmm. including brom who hear the young boys who hears the young boys scream Mm -hmm. and that's when they head to town Mm -hmm. so like the horseman got in without anyone noticing that's creepy that's really creepy that's (laughs) this this spirit this ghost Mm -hmm. uh brom arrives and shoots the horseman off his steed Mm -hmm. great Love this. Yeah. And he's real proud of himself oh, as well. Oh, I I would be too. Yeah. It was a good yeah. shot. Yeah. <laughs> Shoots him off his horse. And as he starts to reload, the horseman just walks straight past him. Not interested. Yeah. Not interested at all. Isn't that curious though? It's curious so and curious. <laughs> curious or incurious. <laughs> <laughs> Why is a raven like a writing to anyway. got, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. But he swings the butt of his, of his rifle at the horseman. Mm. The horseman disarms him and tries to leave again. Mm. And Brom throws a knife at his back. Mm-hmm. The horseman takes the knife out, throws it at Brom's leg, <laughs> and then leaves. He's not interested. Yeah, that makes you think, well, what are you doing? Why do yeah, you make really, specific people? Yeah, exactly. And it's, <clears throat> it gives you the idea that he's got very specific purpose. Because mm-hmm. we already saw this before with... Ichabod and Magistrate Phillips. Yeah. Because the horseman rode straight past Ichabod without yeah. a single fuck yeah. given. Yeah. And killed Phillips and then rode off again. Mm-hmm. So this is the same thing. He was specifically after that family for some reason. The <laughs> mum, the dad, and the son for some reason. <laughs> Ichabod arrives as Brom arms himself with sickles. I think that's what they're called, right? Sickles? Yes, sickle. With a couple of sickles from the stables. And he, along with Ichabod, who also grabs sort of a long-handled sickle, mm-hmm. um, fight the horsemen. Again, great choreography. It's really, really cool. They they cross the bridge. Yeah, they meant. Yeah, they they. Ichabod gets like his long sickle stuck in the horseman's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Look, we can't win this fight. He's already yeah. dead." Yeah. <laughs> and I think didn't he say like he didn't want us? Like he. Yeah, he's not after us. Just leave him. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they run across the bridge and they they start hearing footsteps behind them. They turn around, but the bridge is empty. 
but they can still hear the footsteps. And it's the horseman on the roof of the bridge. How did he fly there? Yeah. He's got like super jump. He just went. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd been walking across the top of the bridge. He lands behind them, stabs Ichabod through the chest, throwing him aside. And then Brom, you know, continues to try and fight. Mm. They, they have a quick sword fight. Brom with his sickles and the horseman with his sword and hatchet. Brom ends up getting put in a position with his arms up and the horseman just fully cuts him in half. That was so good. Through the waist. Yep. It's, but the choreography is so good and the camera work's so good here. Yeah. It feels so action-packed. Yeah. It's like, ting, 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 ting. Yep. And Brom's just in half. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Brom. Hey, I mean, though, he did his job. And that yeah, was... he was just trying to protect the town. 100%. He was like, he didn't like Ichabod because Ichabod he had... didn't work with him. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't this whole cliche, you know, I'll Get I'll go against yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was just like, Oh, you're helping defeat the horseman? Cool, let's work together. Okay, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But now he's he's dead. Rest in peace, Brom. Bye Brom. Bye Brom. <laughs> horseman wasn't even after you. <laughs> Ichabod wakes in bed, the doctor tending to him. Mm-hmm. In the kitchen, Katrina bu- brews a witch's potion. Mm. She brings Ichabod that potion mm-hmm. yeah she's like a crow's foot or something like that yeah and it's supposed to help him sleep or, or something i think yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, ichabod reveals that someone is controlling the horseman mm. because the horseman is going after specific people yeah. and he is missing his head mm-hmm. which is why he keeps um, rising from the grave yeah yes using the the horseman's skull to control them oh lady van tassel arrives as ichabod falls unconscious mm-hmm. he dreams of a red door the ominous man exits, whoever that creepy man was. And I love that as he passes young Ichabod, he looks headless from behind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, the headless horseman is sort of this... Getting into his head now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The headless horseman getting into his head. What? Or even that, you know, the headless horseman is the embodiment of yeah. Ichabod getting yeah. revenge against this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we soon learn much more about. Uh, yes, passing young Ichabod, he heads inside the room, the red room, or the red door room, which is filled with torture equipment. Old school Iron Maidens mm-hmm. and like those spiky chairs that people would be tied into. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. The stretcher, the, the stretch. cage. Yeah. There's so many disturbing things in that oh room. disturbing oh okay <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean yeah maybe disturbing um he finds his mother inside an iron maiden and falls back in fright pricking his hands on one of those spiked chairs Cheers, yeah which is why he has those scars on his hands yeah the iron maiden opens filling the floor with blood and his mother's corpse just sort of jutters slightly in front of him it's so sad the eyes again again the eyes staring at him oh he wakes to the arms of katrina he tells her that his mother was a child of nature aka a witch witch. Mm. specifically a white witch Mm. who was killed by his father so the cloaked figure who like threw a bible at him and stuff like that yeah was his father was he a priest he must have been He's got a priest that, or a magistrate or something like that. They were in a church at some point. That room with, that, the, with the red with the red door. With the red door. Yeah, you're right. That does look like it looks like pews in a church, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, and he says this is when he lost his faith and turned to science instead. Mm. Oh, this is where we get your favorite line. Oh, um, uh, perhaps there is something of a witch in you, Katrina. What makes you say that? For you have bewitched me. <laughs> <laughs> I love this kind of romance. It's so cheesy, but I love it. It's so cheesy, but I love it. Like, nowadays when you like someone, you just kiss them and you just fuck in the corner. But... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, what are you doing with your free time? (laughs) Jesus. No, but you know what I mean? Back in the days when you just, like, hold hands is a big thing already. Yes. Poems and stuff like this. This makes my heart melt. So you want to be a teenager again? No. I want Absolutely to- fucking not. <laughs> I want to be a teenager back in those days, in the 70s, and the, you know. In the, the 1700s and stuff like that, where you'd where like. Everything is so Shakespearean, like, mm. fucking romantic. Like, if you hold hands, you just go, holding hands. And to be sexy, you just flash an ankle at someone. <laughs> or even showing a shoulder. <laughs> showing a shoulder, and they're just like, you slut. <laughs> Oh, I just love that kind of scene. So it yeah. made me, me horny. No, no, it didn't, but... <laughs> it's so good, yeah. Next day, he wakes to find Lady Van Tassel at his side. Mm-hmm. She mentions that the servant girl has gone missing, probably run away because, yeah. you know, the town is getting more and more Sorry. terrifying by the day. I would I would run away too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely fucking lootly. <laughs> See, y'all, I'm out. <laughs> how <laughs> yes um and that's why she's sort of looking after him but she's not bitter about it or no. anything like that she's just like you know she like um gives him some water and like cuts up an apple for him or something mm-hmm. like that likely run away as many of the townspeople have apparently mm-hmm. he sits up as mesbeth enters ichabod arranges papers trying to find the connections between everyone that's right we gotta like um lady van tassel leaves and and he and mesbeth sit together with pieces of paper all with like things written on them yeah, like people's yeah, yeah. names and yeah, places yeah, yeah. and so like and he's trying to arrange them in some sort of order that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. as uh, a detective yes yes the magistrate knew the widow was pregnant and is now dead mm-hmm. he decides to make a, a note of uh, he decides he's like you know how we'll start we'll make a list of everyone who lives in sleepy hollow <laughs> and he's he's made like little notes on uh, in his book as well that yeah, just say like two. you know five to four yeah um um, you know, what does, um, oh my, not Brutus, Brutus? Baltus. Baltus. You know, what does Baltus have to do with this? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what conspiracy is it? And he's writing down words. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I think we're getting close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, are you? Really? Are you though? Are really? Uh, we learn that Baltus took over the town after the Van Garretts died. Mm-hmm. Ichabod decides to head to Notary Hardenbrook's. So the notary, I guess, is just in charge of, like, all the paperwork of yeah. the town. Mm-hmm. Is that what their job is? So magistrate would be law, right? Yes. Magistrate's in charge of the, of the law. Notary's in charge of... Notes? No, notes, I guess, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you're... Okay. <laughs> Whoops. I don't know. And then, obviously, the reverend's in charge of the church. Yeah. And then Baltus has all the money. Yeah. And the, the doctor is the only town doctor, yeah. so he would automatically be an important person. He's medical. Yeah. Uh, at Hardenbrook's office, the place is littered with papers. Mesbeth finds his father's satchel. Satchel, yep. Um, Hardenbrook was hiding in the cupboard. <laughs> I thought it was a clock tower. Oh, is it a cupboard? I think it's a cupboard. Okay. He's just, he's stuffed he's himself just, in. He's just like hiding. He's hiding. He's terrified. Oh, 100%. He's, especially after, I think, Magistrate, you know, I've, I feel like these elders thought themselves like untouchable. Mm. And then Magistrate Phillips got decapitated. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, oh, we're all kind of fucked, aren't we? Mm-hmm. 
Hardenberg was hiding in a cupboard. Vanguard left everything to his son, we learned, in, uh, in his will. In the case of his death, his son would get it. But as his son died too, the next to inherit would be Baltus. Mm-hmm. Baltus would have inherited the Vanguard fortune. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mesmith finds a letter in his father's satchel with the seal broken, mm-hmm. which means it's, that... Um, I, some, someone, someone read it. Someone, I assume Hardenbrook. Yeah, yeah. I assume Hardenbrook was the one who read it. Yeah. Inside is a new will written by Van Garrett himself, the night of his death. And everything is now left to the widow Winship in case of his death. Mm-hmm. Because, and also in the satchel, they find a marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. So Van Garrett had mar- married the widow Winship, mm-hmm. who was pregnant with his child. Mm-hmm. And given his fortune to her. Because mm-hmm. of the child. Because of the baby. Baby, baby. Which now makes sense why all of them have been, like, killed off. Yeah. So Van Garrett and his son, so that Baltus would inherit the fortune. Yeah. The widow Winship, because she was about to be anointed as the next person to inherit everything. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Mesbeth, poor young Mesbeth's father, because he, he was the witness to the signing. So sad. Yeah. He had signed his name at the bottom of the will and testament as witness to its authenticity. Yep. <clears throat> all the elders knew these secrets in one way or another. Oh, 100%. It's all connected, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because, what, the reverend performed the marriage in secret for them. Yep. The notary or, uh, obviously had all the paperwork. Yeah. The doctor had been seeing to the, the widow Winship. Yep. And the magistrate had, knew about it as well because he had to often... He had to authenticate yep. the will yep. or something yeah, 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 like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So everyone knew about it. Yep. And yeah, Hardenbrook's kind of uh, dejected now because he's like, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm going to, the horseman will come for me. Mm-hmm. So it was a series of murders, a plot to inherit the Van Garrett fortune. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I love a good classic plot as well. Yeah, it's yeah, all it's about a, the money. Yeah, yeah. Just follow the money. <laughs> it's, it's all about the money. No it's matter always, where you go, it's know, always right? about the money. Let's just get rid of it. How can you get rid of it? No, you don't. Yeah. So it looks like yeah. um, Baltus is our, is our killer. Yeah. Possibly controlling the huntsman to yeah. ensure mean, that he collects that fortune. Obvious, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Ichabod fig, uh, figures that Baltus is the culprit as he is the only one who stands to inherit mm-hmm. after all of these deaths. Yeah. Although they don't explain why the midwife... Although you can sort of assume that maybe the widow Winship went to her for help yeah, yeah, with yeah. her pregnancy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. In his room, Ichabod finds Katrina, mm-hmm. who's standing there. She asks how the investigation is going. She says that uh, her father thinks that Ichabod should return to New York. And it's like, maybe he saw your notes and thought it best. And it, we look at the notes and it's just the, the collection of words he'd put together makes like <laughs> makes it look it's like five to four, you know, evil society conspiracy bolters. <laughs> well, that's, that's it, though. And it, it, one of the words there was points to. Oh, that's right. Points to. And then the next line, bolters. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, yeah, maybe you should have closed the book before yeah. you left. I mean, she shouldn't be there, though, in the first place. Oh, this is this is where they start doing their flirting thing mm. or something like that. and Because he's like, oh, why are you in my room? And, it, and she's like, because it is your room. <laughs> and then he's like, and she's like, oh, do you think me wicked? 
And I'm like, oh, oh, you're basically doing, oh, I'm so naughty. But like the 1700s, oh, oh, have I been naughty? Mm. <laughs> just sitting in your chair. It's basically the 1700s version of that. I know. Oh, oh, am I being wicked? Mm. <laughs> 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 it's basically what she's doing. I know. It's so cute, though. I love it. So subtle. Yes. She's being kind of suspicious, though, because she even sort of lingers around to see where Ichabod puts the evidence that points to her father. Mm -hmm. They spot a giant fucking tarantula crawling across the floor, and Ichabod, like, leaps onto a chair. Of all the things that he's seen, a spider would have scared him. Why not? I know. He leaps onto the chair and he's like, oh, my God, kill it, kill it, kill it. It's like, okay. Yeah, um... So so Katrina's left and Mesbeth is just like, it's just a spider. Uh, it's a tarantula. And he's like, oh, it went under the bed. And he's like, oh, uh, uh, and he's like, oh, help me move the bed and we can we can get rid of it. And he's like, no, I must no, no. I must stay here. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen too much already, right? A spider is another thing. It's a next level thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, headless horseman? No problem. Yeah, a spider. Wee. <laughs> a semi-large tarantula? Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> I ain't touching. I ain't touching that. But blood, I will touch every day. <laughs> Hack through a, a, a bloody tree, absolutely. <laughs> but um, uh, young Mesbeth moves the bed to get the spider mm-hmm. and finds uh, a chalk drawing of the evil eye. Mm-hmm. It's like a pentagram style mm-hmm. symbol with uh, various symbols drawn in mm-hmm. the spaces with a large eye in mm-hmm. the middle. Yeah. Someone is using black magic against him. Is Ooh, what they is what they, what they de- yeah. is what they deduce. Mm-hmm. That night, Ichabod and Mesbeth see a cloaked figure heading out into the woods. Oh no, it's not Mesbeth. It's just Ichabod. Ichabod sees a figure heading out into the woods, and he follows. Mm-hmm. He finds Lady Van Tassel in the woods with a man. Mm-hmm. We don't know who the man is, but she's indulging in some adultery. <laughs> naughty, naughty. With some very strange kinks attached because <laughs> he's like kissing her body and everything like that. He's going down on her or whatever. And then she picks up a dagger, cuts open her palm and starts rubbing the blood on his back. And I'm like, oh, that's that's not for me. <laughs> Um, yep. Blood play, not really my, not really my cup of tea, thanks. Yep. Uh, back at the house, he sort of gingerly leaves as well. He's just like, like I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys to it. <laughs> but it's definitely not Baltus. No. She's definitely sleeping with someone who's not Baltus. No. Back at the house, he discovers his evidence, mm-hmm. aka the will and the marriage certificate, are gone. Mm-hmm. He heads to Katrina's old house, the little burnt down cottage mm. where she grew up, where she is burning the evidence in the fireplace. How did he know he was going? She was there. I suppose it would. Oh, uh, yeah. Why didn't she just chuck it in the fireplace at her own house? I mean, she wanted away from the house. I guess so. Not to be too obvious that you burnt a paper in there, I guess. Yeah, I guess, because if you don't fully burn it, then there might be something left that someone can find. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. So she goes, yeah, she goes to the old cottage and burns the evidence. Mm-hmm. She is disappointed that he, uh, that Ichabod believed so little of her family. Yeah. Lady Van Tessel tells Ichabod that Katrina will not see him. This is the next day. Yeah. yeah. She sees, um, sees Van Tessel, Lady Van Tessel in the kitchen. Mm. And she tells him that, you know, Katrina does not want to see you anymore. Mm-hmm. She mentions that she knows Ichabod saw her in the wood. It's, it's, it's this, I love the language as I think what I love. Yeah. The, the, the dialogue and everything like that is mm-hmm. so good. Cause he's about to leave and he's just like, you've not asked me how I cut my hand. You know, that would have been the polite thing to do. 
In fact, you've tried to avoid looking at it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Ah, and he's yeah. It was so obvious that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, um, <clears throat> yes, uh, and she knows that Ichabod saw her in the woods yeah. and begs him not to tell mm-hmm. Baltus. Yeah. Uh, Baltus enters to announce that Hardenbrook has hung himself. The notary had hung himself in the night. And they're like, what, that harmless old man? Why? Also, ugh. Hanging, uh, like, if I was going to not alive myself anymore, I don't think hanging would be my choice, because it would take a little while to die. Painful. Yeah. You want a quick, fast one? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but... Notary Hardenbrook had hung himself in the night, apparently. Because I guess he literally killed himself out of fear. Yeah, 100%. Yep. But honestly, being killed by the horseman would have been quicker than hanging yourself. Yeah, but you just kind of... It's a single swing decapitation. But I guess the... You have to wait. It's the fear and the waiting for it to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, might as well just kill yourself now. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Might as well just get it over. Just get it over over with. Um, Yes, he notices... uh, Baltus notices the cut on Lady Van Tassel's hand. She says she, you know, had an accident with a kitchen knife. And don't worry, she'll wrap it in herbs. She knows where some grow nearby. That evening, the church bell is rung to have a town meeting. Mm -hmm. Lady Van Tassel collects the herbs that she's going to bind to her hand. As Baltus tells her to hurry... In the background, we see the storm starts brewing. We see the lightning and the thunder as the horseman approaches Lady Van Tassel from behind with his sword drawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. She gonna die. She did. Baltus arrives at the church, announcing that his wife has been killed by the horseman. Everyone hurries inside as the horseman charges, but he cannot enter the grounds. That's amazing. It's really good. It's really good. Because it's it's holy ground. It is holy ground. So he can't enter. Oh, no. So the town is safe in there. But also, the entire town is in there. You don't know who the horseman has actually been sent after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So you're just like, oh, shit. Who, who is he after? Mm-hmm. Because he got Lady... I mean, you can guess that it's probably Baltus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Lady Van Tassel was just killed. Yeah. Yeah. The remaining council all blame Baltus for bringing the horseman there. As Katrina kneels at the centre of the church and uh, we don't really know what she's doing. She no. sort of kneels down. It looks like she's praying or something mm-hmm. like that. She closes her eyes and centres herself. Mm-hmm. The ho- horseman cannot enter the holy ground. He even throws his axe into the grounds and yeah. it melts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when Beautiful. He knows that, that's when he knows oh, I can't get in there. I, yeah, he even just the can't. horse tried, like... It, the horse it keeps stamping at yeah, like yeah. the 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 picket fence of the church, yeah. but can't get in. Yeah, I love that axe melting though. It's like it disintegrates. It's not mm-hmm. even like a gloopy melt. It's like yeah. it turns to ash. Yep, yeah. really fast too. So cool. <laughs> and again, this it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, his axe melts. Yes, men fire at the horseman out the window, mm-hmm. but obviously it's not going to do anything because the horseman and his horse are already dead. Yeah, he can't kill what is dead. It's just like. These guys, like, bro, you're just, just, you're just, Mm. you can't kill the guy. It's dead. Yeah, exactly. You're wasting your gun. (laughs) So Baltus, the doctor, and the reverend are all arguing among themselves. Mm. Uh, Baltus takes the reverend's gun to defend himself, Mm -hmm. you know, tells him to, like, back off. Mm -hmm. And the doctor says Baltus has been manipulated Mm -hmm. this entire time. And it's about time they reveal by whom they are being manipulated. Mm -hmm. But the Reverend clearly doesn't want this because he takes down the cross from the church and 
brains the poor doctor. Just kills him outright. Um, startled by this, Baltus shoots the Reverend dead. And they were like, Jesus Christ, okay, all right. <laughs> Everyone calm down. We've got the headless horseman outside. We've got people dying inside. Yeah. It's like, okay. We're down to, there's only one council member left. <laughs> and it's Baltus. <laughs> Everyone else is dead now. <laughs> Baltus heads up the stairs of the church to get away from the crowd, pointing a gun at them the entire time, telling them to back off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're going to figure this out, but they need to figure it out together and everything like that. The horseman outside breaks a piece of the church fence and ties a rope to it. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Baltus announces that he tends to seek the truth, you know, find out who's been manipulating them. and Because I genuinely think Baltus was innocent, innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew nothing about, you know, the secret marriage or the secret pregnancy or Mm. the inheritance or anything like that. He knew nothing about any of it. The other council members knew. Yeah. I don't Mm. think he did. Mm. But as he stands up at the very top of the church and announces that he will seek the truth, he is suddenly speared through the stomach with a piece of the fence. The, The headless horseman had fucking lunged it through the window and through him. He's that strong. I mean, it's insane. I mean, it's, it was great. He's a smart warrior. Yeah, he's a, he's a warrior. That's the thing. He he lived for the thrill of war. Mm-hmm. And now he's being brought back, sent off to civilians. <laughs> like, they've got no fucking chance. It's like, no. The one who came closest was Brom, and he, yeah. got, he got fucking cut in half. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be dying anyway. Yeah, he wasn't even meant to die. <laughs> I love the mini second that Maltus has to look at the fence, the fence post through his stomach, before he's just yanked out the window. Mm-hmm. He's dragged across the church grounds and then through the fence, just enough that his head is outside of holy ground, and the horseman rides up and decapitates him. It was so cool. It's awesome. It's so smart. It's so, so good. <laughs> Katrina heads up the stairs and sees her father's body and We get this beautiful shot. I mean, we see a small piece of pink chalk in her fingers where she's fainted. And then we pan over like a bird's eye view of the church Mm -hmm. to see that she's drawn that same symbol with the eye and the little squiggles and everything Mm -hmm. like that on the church floor at the center of the room. Mm -hmm. She'd drawn the same witch's mark as under Ichabod's bed. Mm -hmm. Ichabod watches Katrina sleep, wondering how she was tempted by such evil you know, he thinks that, um, you know, I don't get why he thinks everything's over now. Maybe it's because everyone who knew about the inheritance has died. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Or but, probably this is not science anymore. It's like, mm. and everyone's dead now. But he, he, he thinks that, you know, maybe Katrina was possessed or yeah. something like that and mm. forced to do this evilness. Mm. Wasn't she lovely in that bed? Oh, she looked like fucking Sleeping Beauty. She was I know. <laughs> With her, with her blonde hair like fanned out I wake up in the morning it's like cow lick it's like <laughs> hair is sticking up all on one side my hair is like over here <laughs> always across your face you say <laughs> why is it so dark oh hair <laughs> he says goodbye and he throws his notebook into the fireplace mm-hmm. did you see the drawings before he threw the the notebook no what was the drawings it was the drawings of him with a love heart with Katrina's name and like was it actually he was, he was like really in love with Katrina oh. with like love hearts and he was, he was doodling <laughs> I'm like 
You had time to doodle? Katrina plus Ichabod forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. He was hurt. His heart was torn. Yeah, he couldn't believe that she was capable of such evil, yeah. I guess. Mm. And he's about to throw the, the little book that she'd given him as well, the Book of Spells mm-hmm. and Charms, yeah. but decides to keep it. Yeah. Um, yes. Masbeth thinks Ichabod's assumptions that it that it was Katrina is wrong. Mm-hmm. He's like, how can a how can a witch who is so pure and kind and nice be responsible for this? Mm-hmm. And Ichabod just sort of shrugs it off. It's more of like you don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand. You're, you're young. You're young. You don't understand how the world works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he bids Masbeth goodbye and enters his carriage. Katrina wakes as the carriage rides away very sad Mm. but in the carriage Ichabod thinks and he looks out the window to see Lady Van Tassel's headless body being loaded into the morgue Mm -hmm. he opens the book of spells Katrina had given him only to find the mark Katrina had drawn in the church and under his bed were protection spells Mm -hmm. they were spells against evil the evil eye is a protection spell you can't judge the book by its cover exactly it's like when you sit when I I, I get this a lot when you wear like because I used to wear like a pentagram and stuff like that because I just liked it Mm -hmm. and just generally and people are just like oh that's the sign of the devil I'm like no no Mm -hmm. pentagrams are uh, you know yeah they're marks against evil. Yeah. It's like a cross, you know, regular cross, mm. protection against evil. Upside yeah. down, yeah. then it's inviting evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inverted pentagram is satanic. Mm-hmm. Pentagram is protective. Mm. Yeah. It's it really depends on a lot of people. Oh, also, did you did you remember with, with the magistrate, was it magistrate? Magistrate Phillips. Phillips. He yes. had the unk. Yes, I was wondering what that was, because I wasn't... I was like, is that an unk, or am I just yeah. imagining it? Yeah, it was the unk. So, what how is that, that... How did that cross... What um religion the is the unk? Is it Egyptian? Yeah, it's like... Oh. It's like... I mean... Yeah, I was like, how did he head that? Where did he? Get? Yeah, it's Magistrate Phillips had an unk, and he said, it, he said that it protected him from the horseman. Oh, it obviously didn't, <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, some of the, these props that I've seen are like, oh, interesting. Maybe it's the mysticism of what he didn't know. Totally. You know, like, you know, I remember this sort of time um, the British Empire had a fascination with Egyptology and yeah, yeah. mummies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's so true. I guess it would make sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we stole a whole lot of mummies from oh, Egypt. Oh, we all stole a lot of things from everyone. <laughs> and put them in our museums. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, he realizes it's a protection spell, yeah. and he tells the driver to return to Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. So he realizes he was indeed wrong. Mm-hmm. Good on you, Mesbeth. You're much better at this. <laughs> he heads for the morgue and checks the Lady Van Tassel's corpse. The cut on the hand was made post-mortem because there's no clotting mm-hmm. and no signs of healing, mm-hmm. which means the wound was done after death. Mm-hmm. This is not the body mm-hmm. of Lady Van Tassel. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. We finally reveal our villain. Mm. At her house, Katrina turns to find Lady Van Tassel. <sighs> she passes out <laughs> in shock because she's just like, what's wrong, dear? It's like you've seen a ghost. And then Katrina passes out. <laughs> <laughs> Ichabod rides off. Mesbeth sees a light from the old windmill. Mm-hmm. Lady Van Tassel takes a clip of Katrina's hair and throws it into a fire. Mm-hmm. She pulls out the horseman's skull 
and uses it to summon him once more. Rise from the grave once more, my vengeful horseman, mm. and take and take to beheading mm. for one night longer. Oh, it's so good. So good. I love it. Yeah. Yes. We see the horseman emerge from the dead tree, obviously heading towards the windmill. So now we've got a timer and we know Katrina's the target. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is like, oh, shit. So anything... That they own because Katrina's got the long hair. Yes. I don't think the magistrate had long hair for her to cut, so it can be something mm. that they own. Yeah, maybe just burn some, the, something that they own or, or something. Or DNA that, on it? Something like that, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're right, at first I thought it must have been hair, but Magistrate Phillips was basically bold. How did she get the hairs of the. Couple of jesters. Bowls hairs. a couple of pubes. Just. <laughs> I mean, it's the same with the sun. She, she rooted through his underwear drawer, picked up a couple of... Pe- oh. <laughs> I mean, this kind of blood magic is generally quite nasty, so yeah. I wouldn't put it past it. Like, oh, there's exactly. a lot of blood and yeah. eyeballs and stuff like that yeah. that has to be used for black magic as opposed to white magic, which is usually, like, herbs and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I prefer white magic, because it's just... <laughs> you know, you don't want your house smelling of, like, burning blood or anything I mean, like that. <laughs> think about it there's always yin and yang which is a balance right? this is true there's always always balance but you don't have to do it all the time i mean i'm just going to go off track for a second to say that i love i love wiccan religion as a religion <laughs> because it's based on like the, the whole idea is like w- what you do comes back to you threefold yeah so you can be an evil twat oh, ju- yeah. it's just going to come and bite you in the ass oh, yeah. so it's better to be an i'm not saying you can't be an evil twat <laughs> i'm just saying it's better to be a nice person because it comes back to you better <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just love that as a philosophy. <laughs> it's not saying don't be evil. It's just it's saying same you can do it. It's just going to bite you in the ass three times harder. 100%. I do believe in karma. Mm. That's a, that's thing, though. So if you do something nice, it'll come back to you. Yeah. If you do something bad, it will definitely come back to yeah. you. And, yeah, it's certainly going to come back to Van Tessel. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The horseman emerges from the dead tree. Katrina wakes and Lady Van Tassel reveals the body, um, reveals that the body that was at the morgue was the poor servant girl. Mm -hmm. The the girl that she had previously told Ichabod had probably run away because the Mm. horseman scared her. Mm She had actually decapitated her, dressed her in her own dress and cut her palm, which is so clever as a character that she'd... Made sure Ichabod followed her to the woods. Yeah. Specifically cut her palm, a noticeable wound, mm-hmm. so that she could use a different body. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Smart. Because she knew that he was a scientist and would look for the wounds and stuff yep. like that. Yep. As opposed to just putting putting the servant girl in her dress. Yeah, exactly. It's just very... It's methodical. Very. It's methodical. psychotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a psycho. <laughs> She's a fucking psycho. <laughs> yes, Lady Montessa reveals the body was that of the servant girl. She killed her and dressed her in her clothes to fake her own death. Mm-hmm. She also reveals that her family was the Archer family. Mm. They, Her family used to live in the little cottage where Katrina and mm. her father ended up living. Mm-hmm. She was uh, eventually, her and her family were eventually evicted. Mm. And no one in the town would take her in because the town believed her mother to be a witch. Yeah. Which she probably was. Yeah. Which she, and she also taught her daughters. Yeah. Daughters. Mm -hmm. Multiple. To also be, taught them witchcraft as well. Yeah. But of course they're using black magic. Mm Mm-hmm. 
The eviction ended up killing her parents, leaving just her and her sister to try and survive in the woods. Mm -hmm. We learned that the two girls that we saw during the horseman's death was was Lady Van Tassel and Mm -hmm. her sister. Mm -hmm. And apparently... Who's the sister? Yeah, exactly. Where's the other sister? (laughs) We learned that um, before his death, yes, Lady Van Tassel and her sister saw the horseman's death. Mm -hmm. She specifically decided on that day to sell her soul to Satan for the power to revive the horseman mm-hmm. to take revenge for her. Yeah. Which is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Considering she kind of already won, in quotations, she'd already kind of won life yeah. at, at where she stands now, but she mm. wanted more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she'd already married into Baltus's qu- quite wealthy estate. Yeah. So she was already... You know, wealthy. Yeah. Well, but she wanted more everything. Yeah. She wanted So she took out the entire Van Garrett lineage. Yeah. So she could inherit it. Yeah. Oh, money, eh? Yeah, I know, right? Oh, it's more revenge, isn't it? I think it's more. Oh, it might be more, more because revenge. Because they were not. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she wanted. Because the Van Garrett family is the ones who evicted her family, yeah, which yeah, caused yeah. her parents' death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It is more about the revenge than it is about the money. But she does it's mention still... that it was about. Her, her lineage. She yeah, wanted yeah. her lineage to yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. So she killed uh, Katrina's mother as well. Mm-hmm. She's the one who poisoned and then took care of yeah. Katrina's mother until she died like to put herself into the wedding bed is what oh, she describes it as. Woman. This woman plans. This woman is a fucking mental genius. Yes, she is. Mesmuth arrives at the mill and spies on the conversation as Lady Van Tessel reveals all the fucking secrets. All the deaths were to secure her legacy. Mm-hmm. So to make sure that, you know, she had enough money and then eventually she'd probably remarry, mm-hmm. have a kids, kid, yeah. and then her actual Lineage. legacy yeah, yeah. would live on. Mm-hmm. We learned that she controlled the notary Hardenbrook through fear. Mm-hmm. She controlled the reverend through lust. The man that she was having sex with in the woods was the reverend. I know it's on twigs and that would be really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. I, d- I mean, she was wearing clothes. Yeah, I guess, but you're still lying on like fallen branches and stuff like that. Oh, well, you know. It's not like clearing. No pain, no gain. <laughs> maybe she's, I mean, she's into it. I mean, she's definitely, she cut her palm and I was mean, like smearing blood everywhere. So maybe a little bit of pain's not, not something she's against. <laughs> She controlled the doctor by keeping his relationship with the servant girl a secret. And we get a flash all the way back to the beginning of the fucking movie. The couple that was making out next to the door when Ichabod rung it was the doctor and the servant girl. But they were hidden in shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so cool. So, so cool. clever. Really, really like it. Uh, yes, she reveals that the witch in the woods, mm-hmm. the one who told Ichabod where to find the horseman's grave, mm-hmm. is or was her sister. She has recently, um, sadly, passed away. <laughs> I don't understand. I really don't understand why she had to kill her sister. I guess it's because no one in town knew where she, like, who she was. Yeah. That she was part of the Archer family. Yeah. So she killed her sister to keep her secret safe. So but no her one. Her sister's like, why, why? Her sister's like a hermit. It's like I don't think she would do anything. Or maybe, oh no, she. Did she kill her sister for helping Ichabod? Don't know. I have to go back now. Yeah, I'll have to. Re- I'll have to rewatch that scene to try. I think that's what she says. Okay. 
that you know her sister betrayed her by helping oh. by helping Mesbeth and Ichabod. Oh, because oh, yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she spots Mesbeth. Yeah. Behind her and warns them that the horseman is on his on his way. They better run outside. Mm. Uh, yeah, sorry, they better run and they run outside. And I love this. They have to duck to get out the door because it's quite a low door. And she's like, "Watch your head." <laughs> and I'm like, "You bitch." <laughs> I love her. I She's so love sassy. Her. She's like, I win. Na, 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 na. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> Ichabod, Masbeth, and Katrina have to run him back back inside as yeah. the horseman has arrived. Mm-hmm. Lady Van Tassel hides the horseman's skull as he walks past to make sure he doesn't see. Yeah. Because I guess, I'm not sure how the magic works. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you reckon it's like a, uh, like a letter? Like when she does the spell, it's like him receiving a letter. So he doesn't know mm. who sent it. Yeah. It's just like told, you know, Katrina. Yeah. And he goes, okay, I have to go. My- yeah, because of the head DNA. It's more of like so, controlling you. But he doesn't know who's controlling no, him. She does, he doesn't know because it was just He just him. knows he's got a target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's who he goes yeah, for. exactly. So he just walks past Lady Van Tassel like she's nothing because. As long as she's hiding that. Um, yeah, because she's hiding the skull and he's only got one target. Yeah. Katrina. It's amazing how he didn't felt the skull. He can't see it because he doesn't have a head. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's just... Oh. I think I'm overthinking this, but... We, we may be overthinking this. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a moment later... We'll get to that. Yeah. The, they barricade the doors of the windmill and head for the roof. Yeah. Ichabod starts the windmill moving, so the actual sails mm-hmm. are going, and heads upstairs. A chase ensues. The horseman is making his way up the stairs as they mm-hmm. all try and get onto the roof. Yeah. They make it outside. Uh, Ichabod drop, drops a lantern back into the building mm-hmm. to make it catch a light. Mm-hmm. And the three of them jump onto a sail and make it to the ground safely. Mm-hmm. Is he dead? Yeah. <laughs> they make it to the carriage just as the windmill explodes. <laughs> and is it, is it, it's Mesbeth who says that, right? <laughs> Mesbeth is like, is he dead? And, and Ichabod just turns to her and is just like, that's the problem. He was dead to begin with. <laughs> He's just so, like, he's just for real. Like, it's just so matter of fact. He's just like, well, I don't know. He was dead to begin with. <laughs> and indeed, we pan over to the fucking windmill and the horseman's just fucking strutting out of it. Oh. He's just like, you motherfuckers, I'm, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I see you. But I don't have eyes. <laughs> he starts following after them. So they take the carriage and ride into the woods. Ichabod defends them. He manages to knock the horseman off his horse with a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the horseman grabs hold of the, like, run of the carriage, I guess. Like the, the back. Yeah. yeah, the very back of the carriage. The sort of pole that's almost on the ground. Yeah. Um, but uses the horseman's... Oh, that's right. Ichabod gets knocked off the carriage by, like, a tree branch and falls mm. onto the horseman's steed. Mm-hmm. And he uses that to climb back onto the carriage. Using the fucking horseman as, like, a doormat. Did you notice that as well? It's so yeah. funny. Oh, like, oh, Tim, you're funny. <laughs> he, like, steps on the horseman it's like as he's, like, holding onto the carriage to climb back on. Excuse me, Mr. Horseman. <laughs> I need to go back in this carriage. <laughs> so they ha- they have a fight back uh, on the top of the carriage. Um, I love that Ichabod ends up using like his bag of scientific equipment yeah. as yeah. defense against the supernatural. 
it's a very good sort of metaphor. Like science versus magic. Yeah. Right there. And like he's using his brain against the supernatural. Yeah. It's but this. also me going, in, in reality, your bags are leather and the sword is really strong. It can cut a head, but your bag is leather. But his, his bag does have metal bits yeah, in it. I, I guess you're right. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he's got like that little shelf and stuff, yeah, right? that's right. That's true. So my, th- my I, I, you're completely right because like the swordsman is like decapitating people in a single single yeah. stroke of his sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just imagine it cutting through the le- leather and then hitting the metal and just yeah. going... Ding. Actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, yeah. he. In the meantime, Katrina and Misbeth jump off the carriage onto mm-hmm. the horses mm-hmm. and disconnect them from the carriage. And Ichabod jumps onto the back of one of the horses as well, mm-hmm. leaving the carriage to sort of careen out of control yep. and smash into the woods. Yep. They arrive at the dead tree, a.k.a. the grave of the headless horseman mm-hmm. lady van tassel teases them uh, i love this it, where'd she come from she rode in on her horse she oh. has she has a horse as oh, well yeah that's right yeah, yeah, yeah she arrives on her horse and i love this because ichabod turns to katrina and tells her to run and and lady lady van tassel pulls out her pistol and he's like yes run and skip and hop <laughs> And she's gone. She's gone full fucking psycho. It's so good. I love it. It's really, really fun. <laughs> Run and skip. She's gone full psycho. <laughs> yeah, she's gone full psycho. She's about to shoot Katrina when Ichabod steps forward, so she turns a pistol and shoots Ichabod in the chest. Mm-hmm. He goes down. Yes, she takes Katrina by the hair. And starts offering her up to the horseman who's heading down the trail towards them. Mesbeth mm-hmm. checks on Ichabod, who is fine, mm-hmm. it's miraculously. So it's right. It's like, isn't the Book of Charms? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a hardback book, and it's yeah. it was just enough to stop the bullet. Ichabod sees the bag that has the horseman's skull tied to the back of um, uh, the satchel, yeah, the, the, the satchel, the satchel bag yeah. on the back of Lady Van Tessel's horse. Mm-hmm. So he tackles her off it, mm-hmm. which obviously means that she lets go of Katrina as well. Yeah. Yay! God, we've got to save Christina Ricci. <laughs> uh, yes, the horseman's skull rolls out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Ichabod knocks Lady Van Tassel out with a branch <laughs> as Katrina is grabbed by the horseman and is about to be decapitated. Yeah. Ichabod throws the horseman his head. Yeah. I think it's because maybe he has to be given it back. Mm, okay. Do you write? That's... Oh, did he throw it, eh? He yeah. Because he, he calls the horseman and throws him his head. Yeah. So maybe he, he's not allowed to take it himself. He has to be given it back. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I get, that's my reasoning for it anyway. That's what okay. I'm going with. In okay. my head canon, that's what works yeah, for okay. me. Yeah, that's true. Yes, he throws the horseman his skull, which is very cool, actually. He puts it on his head and it sort of levitates there for a second before you see all these, like, bits of flesh and yeah, veins, veins and stuff start out. to crawl up the skull. That was so good. It looks great yeah it looks really really good and like this is why i'm confused about why the cg earlier looked bad but this looks quite good although the horseman's eyes do pop out of his head and again it looks awful but the actual veins and flesh and stuff growing onto this skull looks fantastic Mm -hmm. uh katrina and ichabog hug having um you know having been saved by the book that she'd given him. Yeah. And I love that she's proactive. She is... Very. I guess she is kind of the damsel in distress in this last act. Yeah. But she is a white witch. She protected Ichabod and the church. Yep. 
from the horseman and yep. she saved Ichabod in the end with the book that she'd given him. Like, yep. I really like it. Yeah. Everything's all planned. Yes. <laughs> the horseman now fully formed in his beautiful... Oh, God. What's... Oh, I've forgotten the actor's name. <laughs> oh, my God. I got this. Save me. A uh, headless horseman. Well, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, thank you. <laughs> in his beautiful Christopher Walkenliness. Um, looking all fucking terrifying as yes. all hell. Um, <laughs> he he greets his steed. Yeah. I genuinely think he loves his horse. I think he does. He like gives it a really gentle yeah. stroke. Oh, they because they are partners. Right? Yeah. This is your life. And this is soul. his war horse. Yeah, exactly. He mounts it and rides past um, Ichabod and Mesbeth and Katrina mm-hmm. to Lady Van Tassel, who's still currently unconscious on the floor. They watch as the tree unfurls its entrance. Again. The tentacles. Yes, the tree where it's look like little tentacles that are just like... Wow. <laughs> you did the sound. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was accidental. Okay. <laughs> the tree roots pull away, revealing that entrance to hell. Mm-hmm. And... Lady Van Tessel begins to wake, and she wakes into the arms of Christopher Walken, a.k.a. the now not-so-headless headless horseman. Headful horseman. The headful horseman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she screams as he kisses her. He, I, I think he's, like, biting her mouth as he's kissing her I as mean, well. I mean, he's got those teeth. Yeah, because all this blood starts pouring out from between their lips. Yeah. Uh, yes, as he does so, before taking her to the hell portal, he, you know, he riles his steed and mm-hmm. heads straight for the portal. And Lady Van Tassel screams as they plunge into the fleshy entrance thing. The portal closes, leaving nothing but her extended hand. Mm. It's real creepy. What did you think of this, like, just this hand sticking out of the portal? I think that was cool. I think that was very... I don't know. I don't know the term for it. I have. I don't know how to say it. But I felt like that was a sign that do not, do not play with mm. this kind of magic. Yes. Like because she did evil and it bit her three times fold. Yep, definitely. Like, and now she's alive, gone down to hell. And it's just this little hand sticking out, and it like, the, the the finger movement as well. Like she's still sort of alive in there. Back. It like curls yeah. slightly and then just goes still. Yeah. And you're like. Oh, that's really creepy. Did it turn into a root? I was wondering that, or is someone someone going to walk past this tree at some point in the future and just be like, no, I don't is think that so. a fucking hand? <laughs> <laughs> or just to see, like, maybe it's rotted away, it's just a skeletal hand. Yeah. And they're just like, why is there a hand in this tree? The branches, it looks like a branch. Mm. The portal closes, leaving nothing but that extended hand, and Ichabod faints. Of all the things that he faints, that, he faints on that. Well, I think it's just the, the overall stress. Oh, uh, I guess. Maybe. Oh. Because the job's done. Yeah. The job is done. Like, Collapse. fuck this. It's like where, why so many people get, like, sick when they finally, like, take a holiday. If you don't, like, take regular holidays. It's because your body's like, oh, we can relax. Let me just, uh, let me just let all the germs in. Mm-hmm. It's that, I guess it's the same sort of thing. He's like, okay, I don't need to, like, run. Thank I don't God. need to figure yeah, this yeah, out. Yeah. I can just pass out now. Yeah. Bye now. <laughs> You're right. I think. Yep, yep. All the stress is all done. We cut to a carriage. It's sort of a a reverse version of the intro scene as we see it slowly traveling through the countryside all the way back to New York. Mm -hmm. Ichabod is woken by a kiss. Mm -hmm. It's Katrina. Mm -hmm. 
So Katrina, Ichabod, and Mesbeth have arrived in New York. Yeah. Final shot of the bustling city as the three of them make their way for Ichabod's home. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, you'll get used to New York. And Yeah, it's, it's comparing it to the Sleepy Hallows was dark black and everything yeah. bad. And it was farmland, and here it's like, oh, there's people everywhere. It's so busy, and everything's stone and brick, and it's it's really nice. And we just slowly pan up as we see like the busy city, and we lose our characters into the crowd. Yeah, and that's how our movie ends. That concludes Sleepy Hollow 1999. So, give me a rundown for this movie. What did you think of it as far as like the script, the dialogue, the atmosphere, etc.? Give me a rundown. I would probably say that. It's a brilliant movie. Mm-hmm. The props, the sounds, even the starting sound. Oh, like, the music the and music, the sound effects. Yes, and the like sound you said. effects and everything was just so good. good. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. It's just, it was just so fun. And the cast, my God. Like, Everyone has like big things to their name. I mean, I I love everything that I've watched so far, but this is probably one of my favorites. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we need to pick. Oh, a, we need to pick a shitty go? movie for your next one. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, because I love I love the brain. I love Tim Burton's brain and how he does his movie. Mm. Oh, and also when they got out of the carriage at the end. Yes. What was she wearing? <laughs> she was wearing the Tim Burton stripes. The, the stripes that appear in every Tim Burton movie, she she finally wore a dress with the same Tim Burton stripes. Yes, everything was like... The black and white. Yeah, the black and white. And I was like... Black and white stripes. Oh, Beetlejuice. I know, the Beetlejuice suit. <laughs> <laughs> but dress now. But, so, yeah. Yeah, generally, I think, you know, the dialogue was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp does an amazing job in a more subtler role and I kind of wish he did that more now. Yeah, yeah. We've got too many Johnny Depp's quirky roles yeah, where yeah. we need more... Johnny Depp's serious role. Yeah, yeah. He was very, um, I guess this is his first, not first movie, not... No, no. No, because he had that sizzle in as well, but... Edward Scissorhands, and I think his first one was Nightmare on Elm Street, the original oh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm right. Street. But then again, you know, this is still his early days. Yeah, he's before like, he's like a big, big star. Mm, and where he just started to become a little bit more quirky and all that stuff. Because you can see glimpses of it, like when he does the autopsy and things like that. You can see glimpses of that sort of quirkiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not as big as right But now. not like I Mad Hatter or Pirates of the Caribbean. 100%. Or, yeah. This is more of... It's subtler. It's, so, it's more subtler. And the movie was great. The scripts was great. Everything, the wordings were great. It's so like oh. the the little poetic lines, Very. beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah. So your personal rating: one being awful, ten being amazing. Where would you scale this for yourself I for would personal enjoyment? We put it to nine. A nine. Nine. That's pretty good. I'd say this is a, this is an eight point five for me. Yeah, okay. it's really high up there. Yeah, Especially yeah. it's like a Halloween flick. Like if you yeah. want a good sort Not of too scary. Not too scary, a little bit bloody, sort yeah. of supernatural, fairy tale esque, mm-hmm. urban legend jaunt into yeah. Halloween. Yeah. This is your movie. Yeah, 100%. Take it, enjoy it, have fun. <laughs> we certainly did. I did. So, uh, we like to give credit where credit's due. Is there a particular actor or character that you'd like to give props to in this movie? <laughs> you know me. I like my evil ladies. So, <gasps> I would definitely go with Lady Van Tassel. Lady Van Tassel. Do you, I just wish you know the ac- actress's name because I she's just fantastic. I think her name was Miranda Richardson. Miranda Richardson. She <laughs> is fabulous. <laughs> she is gorgeous. And she even- is so good. Her tits are good. I mean, I was pushed by corsets, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
she did such a good job and like I said I can't get over that little moment where she's like yeah run Katrina and skip and hop <laughs> and I'm just like oh my god I love you you're amazing <laughs> she was definitely mine which one's yours um, I mean props to the entire cast mm-hmm. there's not a bad actor in this movie no. everyone's doing a phenomenal no. phenomenal job yeah. I wanted to give props to Casper Van Dyne who played Brom oh yes I really liked Brom as a character okay Specifically because he didn't land into that, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the scolded lover yeah. trope. He yeah, didn't yeah, fall yeah. into that. Yeah. We, we had a moment where he just sort of went, oh, but Katrina's love is meant for me. And then he was just like, oh, we're dealing with something bigger? Okay, we'll deal with that. I mean, that's what you, uh, a good, I wouldn't say good man, but, you know, that's a good person would do. A good, brave yeah. man. I mean, I'm jealous. Even I, I would be jealous if someone kissed my partner. No, not really. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if that person I need to help, whether that person needs to help me, yeah, let's work. Together. It's a life and death situation. You can you can put your personal issues aside for a life and death situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's really good. Well, that concludes uh, Sleepy Hollow nineteen ninety nine. Thank you so much for joining me, Cat. I hope you've had a good time. I do. I always do. <laughs> and I hope you come back for another another oh, movie in the future. <laughs> I'm sure I'll message you at some point about Cat. Come do another movie with me. Okay. <laughs> Well, happy Halloween, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week for another spooky Halloween episode. Good night. Thanks again to our guests. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending them an email. Cherrypophorror at gmail.com and or following them on Twitter at Cherrypophorror. Okay. Good night. Sleep tight. Give me someone good to bite.